0: Welcome to the Nick and Matt Show, bringing the player interviews oh. you want to hear and the hot topics you want to discuss. Recording live in studio, here's Nick and Matt. Whoa, Nick and Matt. It is Nick and Matt this week.
1: It yeah. was back-to-back weeks without Nick and Matt. The show yep. was still here. That's kind of what we yep. built into the redundancy. Nick, you're down in, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't disclose. Are you in a warmer place than Massachusetts? I right now currently am in
2: sunny Florida. Oh, nice, nice. Is nice. it sunny though? <laughs> uh, it, I mean, not right now. It's not. Um, but it was earlier. It was really weird. I walked outside to walk Harrison, and uh, I felt like I was about to get slapped in the face with a bunch of cold. And it was like sixty-five degrees, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I can actually walk around in a short-sleeve shirt again." I, so, I think it was cool.
1: I think it uh, it smells different in different states. It's a weird thing, and I bet yeah. I've never been to Florida. And maybe I'm just assuming, but I bet it smells nice.
2: It does. It's just nice. nice. I mean, you can smell the beach. When I went out to Chipotle earlier, I got out of the car and you can kind of just smell the salt water. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Salt salt water. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I think less than two miles away from the beach right now. So, okay. Well, 10 minutes before the show
1: started tonight, the PDGA made a pretty massive announcement. We will be talking about that. Uh, it's in regards to the, the transgender availability competition option of competing. We'll kind of break it down. We took the last 10, 15 minutes to kind of really try to process through it. We'll share our thoughts on it. We'll see, you know, we want the chat to stay as, you know, awesome as you've always been, uh, the live chat, those who are listening along at home, obviously bring your thoughts and opinions. Think about what we talk about. We've got a pretty diverse, you know, field of opinions here between ben evan nick myself in fact speaking of evan he is here we can go three up and say what's up evan how are you doing
0: well what is going on we just got rid of casey white
1: i mean casey white was here Wait, what? Intern Ben was, you know, just he, what were you doing? Were you picking things up and putting yeah. them down? Were you at working out before you came over here?
3: I was. I thought everything ben was, was too focused. already settled.
1: <laughs> Listen to the intern. I thought it was all taken care of. I just sit down in my seat. So anyways, Evan, how's it going, dude?
0: It's going good. Patriots play tonight, just FYI. We got an hour and 10 minutes until kickoff. I'm so a Patri- we got to just
2: nail out everything. Go, 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 go. I'm a Patriots fan. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But
1: it's been kind of. It's been a little rough, and it's good though. It's what sports should be. Yeah. We should what, debate what six and
0: six, yeah. oh, the worst. Who could ask to be just average? But
1: I don't know. It's not so much that they're like not winning as it is is like again, it's part of sports. The why? But, it's like, oh, is it bad coaching? It's the, is it yeah? yeah it's all stuff.
0: the enjoyment of watching. They're a defensive minded team with a uh, Matt Patricia led offense. So okay. uh not not the most spectacular to watch if you like <laughs> offense, which is most people.
1: So besides that, uh, shout out to Cosmic Disc Golf. Cosmic Disc Golf, I always enunciate that so people don't think I'm saying disco. (laughs) Cosmic Disc (laughs) Disc Golf. Golf. Uh, Go over to CosmicDG.com. Check out what they've got going on. They've been a massive supporter of the Nick and Matt show. uh, New and used discs. Cosmic Vibes. Everything there is cool. Cosmic Health. What is that? Go check it out. Have a Cosmic Day, everybody. Find them on Instagram, social media at CosmicDG. So before we get too far into this, it is December 12th of the day of the recording. My dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. I don't know if you make it this far in the show. You might turn it off after the first 10 seconds. I don't know, but happy birthday to you. Um, It's kind of different when you get older. We don't do like the big birthday parties, but we'll probably meet up at another time and say hi and, you know, happy and I love you. But happy birthday to you, dad. He found disc golf. He's going to correct me. You should call me up. Text me if you're watching, dad. Uh, he found disc golf three years ago. And I've been playing um, the 15-year range. I think maybe I'm going into my 16th year, somewhere in that range. And what took you so long, dad? <laughs> Matt, what have you been up to? Oh, I'm disc golfing. He's oh, yeah. Well, then finally, guy. finally Matt, obsessed Do you
0: remember the first time we ever ran into each other? Was with your dad there too? So that's right. I've known him as long as I've known you, and
1: nice. that is <laughs> there. You go. We um. He texted me last show and he said, "What is the hat that's Evan wearing? What is that hat?" And it was the Continental Divide, right?
0: Continental Divide Trail. Trail. It's a trail that goes from Canada to Mexico, kind of similar to the Appalachian Trail, although that's not country to country, but similar to the Appalachian Trail that. It, spans across a lot of states uh trail on the continental divide which is really cool because all the water on the east side flows the atlantic all the water on the west side flows the pacific uh just kind of a neat little fact and yeah you know i have not hiked the entire trail i've <laughs> maybe hiked like two miles of it nice. yeah and he so was just like he it's hat it's a nice <laughs> yeah. hat
1: that's yeah. perfect uh like he and my mom I really enjoy getting out and hiking They found disc golf. They both like to get around the disc golf course. That's more casual hiking if it's considered hiking at all. But it's casual. Mm -hmm. But they really like hiking. They're doing like the Mid-State Trail Massachusetts. It's anyways, he was interested in the hat you're wearing. And I saw the chat say Evan's hat is always on point. So the hat thing. Hat sponsorships. Everyone, you want a hat on the show, hit them up.
0: Hey, let's go. I wore this because red, white, and blue for the Patriots. It's also got also got a buffalo on it, which sko buffs. Uh, but it's a That's brewery cool, up in though. Littleton, New Hampshire. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, Schilling Brewing, and then they have an offshoot for their IPAs It's called uh, Resilience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a Resilience hat.
1: Okay, we're gonna be talking about a handful of things, but before we get into the big breaking news, which we're just about to get into, what is this, Nick? You got to give us the scoop, and I'm putting you on this the hot seat right now. Yes, it's going to be pressure-filled. We're asking for exclusive information. What's up with Discraft and Slipknot?
2: Whoa, that happened this oh, week, yeah. the collaboration. Yeah. He it's was like, nervous. He's I like was <laughs> like, what is he about to start talking about? Um, no, isn't that kind of a sick collab? I mean, there's a ton of, um, a ton of metal bands mm-hmm. who have gotten into the sport recently, and I, I, I don't know all of them, but... Slipknot is someone, or like the band in and of itself, who got into the sport of disc golf. Was posting. I think they've talked to Paul over Instagram before. I think they've actually hooked Paul up with some tickets that he wasn't able to go to. But um, yeah, um, Bob Julio, who's kind of the team, or who is the team manager of Discraft, is a huge metalhead. And I think as Slipknot got into the sport, I think Discraft kind of like reached out and was like, "Hey, let's you know get something rolling." And I'm pretty sure they've all like played rounds together and stuff like that. They came out with a sick sick teaser video of the slipknot discs that are coming out mm-hmm. but um yeah there's a ton of cool musicians like revolution who is a i think it's called a reggae band um their drummer is actually an innova ambassador player or on the innova celebrity team so a bunch of us have gone to concerts for them um there's a band i think it's called trey monty where yep. one of their players has you know gotten into the sport of disco from creed then- the guitar i think it was yes. the lead guitarist yes. from creed
1: with arms yes. wide open. Okay. I'm <laughs>
2: yeah. And then one one really funny one. One um one really funny one is uh Trey Lewis, who's a country singer, and he he does this awesome song. It's uh if you've never heard of it, it's called Dick Down in Dallas. Okay. But it's an awesome, awesome country song. Anyways, he's in the sport what? of disc golf now. He he'll um he'll tag like Paul and Adam Hammes in some of his Instagram posts, stuff like that. But nice. yeah, musicians and I haven't talked to a ton of them personally, but like with the guys from Revolution, uh, Wes, he had said, he's like, it's really fun when you go out on the tour as a musician, you know, you carry everything around for the most part, and so one of the things, they just throw the disc golf bags in, and then when they go to these certain areas before they have to do their sound check, they go out and they play some disc golf, and it's cool because you get to play disc golf countrywide, which is pretty badass. I think it's a lot of people's dreams. So.
0: Yeah. You want to know a fun fact, though? There, a band you didn't mention, though, is Whitechapel, which they're also a um, heavy, yep. heavy metal one. The the basis was out of D-Glo. Uh We got in a super awesome round at Toboggan. We're playing doubles, and and he was That's in the group ice. with us. He was he was That's on Dion's De- team, and they they blew me out of the water. You know, it wasn't yeah, close, Deon's but it was good. really cool.
3: Well, since we're talking about uh, the celebrities, the basis of Incubus is named Ben Kenny. Since we're uh, you know, just like <laughs> I forget what it's called when you when name dropping. There you go, nice. name dropping. So, I was at a concert backstage and I watched it. There we go.
2: Nothing new this guy. And uh, one one last little, (laughs) small, shameless plug is uh, I went out and filmed a video with Simon last week. And in part of the video, I played a very poor round. (laughs) I was just going to say. If if you guys watched the video, one of the stipulations to him winning was one, I paid for lunch. We went to McDonald's and had a really big McDonald's meal. (laughs) And then two, Um. I had said that I would cut my hair. Well, lo and behold, I'm feel like taking off my hat right now but all the hair is gone if you saw it on my instagram story i held true to my word i might have been cutting my hair anyways we won't say that <laughs> but
1: at the same time <laughs> he said, so we gotta do that more often like set up bets yeah. with like punishments that are like already yeah. happening well, Exactly. I mean, I my wife's Friday. divorcing me if I get this wrong, <laughs> yeah. but it was already in the plans. No, I no what? exactly. No, I'm just messy. I, no, no. I just took it from like level it zero so, to like that would twelve. That make for <laughs> some great
2: views. Yeah. So, anyways, well, I, f- I fully I cut off ninety percent of my hair, and it was very weird. And then also, it's very cold. I forgot how cold it was. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: real cold down in uh, Florida, right? What right do you think happens I mean, when you shave, you shave off the beard for a couple
2: days after I cut my hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cold on the
0: against Simon to like who's gonna win like just tell me you don't go to casinos or do scratch (laughs) tickets or anything like you just
2: so what's funny though is I beat him in the first nine if we were taking actual score on the shorter course I did beat him in the first nine. I think I shot like five or six down or something like that and uh the second nine I just could not throw two good shots in a row which kind of seems like my disc golf career at some points but um it was fun. It was just fun to make a bet with him and kind of add a little pressure. Plus, it makes the video a little bit more enjoyable. And the amount of Instagram messages and comments that I got when I cut my hair was pretty actually kind of funny. It was a majority of people saying, oh, my gosh, end of an era and stuff like that. And I'm like, look, give me give me one more year and it's going to be exactly like it was before. So I'm just going to start growing it out again, which I kind of plan to. But that's how I am with my beard as long as I was. It goes
1: shorter in the summer and spring. And yeah longer in the fall okay two minutes before we get into the breaking news because there's even more added to it now even since we just went live the disc golf pro tour made an announcement relating to what i just mentioned the pdga but before we do that um we have full round coverage if you're a listener of the show and you haven't seen it yet and you'd like to see how nick matt ben evan myself play a round of disc golf head to head in a wooded course ben those are your favorite right woods
3: yeah no uh, What's no, in the I, I like the woods I just had a team challenge uh, ran
1: in the for woods it was okay. it, it was, it, anyways it's up we actually did it shot by shot I think they're decent graphics I think we have People a little like bit it, of humor yeah. in there it's a, it's a good watch I feel like if, if you're down for that thing so check it out um, it's on our YouTube channel we've got other ideas the CTP challenges the augmented reality stuff all these things are still going to come in the off season we're going to try to make it happen Um, and then finally I want to give because we still have other topics, like Anthony Barella made an announcement today. We can speculate again about Paige Shue. A little bit more information, I feel like, is there. Uh, a lot of things are going to come up. Stick with us until after this big topic, breaking news. But before we do that, uh, I I want to say I went back and read Nico's comment. It was you know going around the internet, the one that got deleted. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, and I want to say when I reread it because I was coming off as like, oh, it's not that bad. Like maybe there's this and that. Like people should be able to say what they want. I reread the post. And I will just put it this way. I thought it came across more insensitive than I had remembered it on the show. And I'm not backtracking. It was like the way I had said it on the show. I'm like, yeah, you know, like he's just kind of saying what he thinks. But when I reread the comment, it was kind of like, ah, dude, it was that was not the right way to say it. So uh, there's a whole conversation to be had there. But I just wanted to get that out there. I have the opportunity to do that once a week. Correct myself. And I did. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. Which um
2: are we talking about? <clears throat>
1: Oh, you weren't here last week. That was Nico commenting on the PDGA. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, You remember. Stuff to do
2: with transgender players in the sport, correct?
1: Yes. Perfect. And I didn't mean to do this, but I was going to say in transition, (laughs) here we go. PDGA, sometimes I'm just like blessed like that to just like have words (laughs) come out like that. But yeah. PDGA literally, like I said, right before our show goes live, Evan goes, did you see the news? And I'm like, what news? He's like, screen grab. Here's the basic, you know, quick hitting topics. The quick hitting topics, and we're going to break it down. We're going to try to give you all the different ways to look at this, the different things that we're going to see coming down the pipe from this. Um, And I will also tell you, along with this, the Disc Golf Pro Tour has adopted what I'm just about to tell you, okay? Because they just came out with their own separate um, posting. The PDGA Cliff Note version. Is that transgendered athletes will not be able to compete in the FPO division at majors? Okay. That's the PDGAs.
0: And just sorry to cut you off, but it's transitioning uh, the medical terms are not the the most accurate here, but transitioning after puberty is the essential. Thank Mm -hmm.
1: you for clarifying that. So, yes, essentially, and again, we could get into much more strict definitions and details, but essentially, if you have not completed you're transitioning as a transgendered individual prior to puberty, or maybe it's starting it, but either way, it's, it's related to puberty, essentially. There's other things that are at play there, but that time frame, you will not be able to compete in major events. The Disc Golf Pro Tour has since, and this was in the PDGA statement that more or less other uh, elite events have the option to do this, okay? And then 15 minutes later, the Disc Golf Pro Tour, and Evan, you were the one who really read through it, but here's the Cliff Notes version is they have adopted the standard that the PDGA just announced for all of their elite and silver events. So the Cliff Notes version on the other side is that transgendered um, individuals can compete in FPO divisions, but not at disc golf pro tour events and not at major events. So an A tier that is not a disc golf pro tour event FPO can have a transgender competition there. We can talk about this stuff. We can break it down a little bit, share our opinions. What do we think? What does it mean for the sport? That's the cliff note version. The other thing, and one more thing the PDGA has done is, I don't want to use the word negatively here, but they've tightened up. It's, it's, their, their restrictions are, are not getting looser. Their restrictions got more um, tight. And they now have said <clears throat> for somebody who is in the process of transitioning, and I think this is for all events, this is all events across the board. And I, I want, I, maybe someone else here that's read right into this 30 minutes longer than me no. can tell me, but it's across it. the board. Yep, transgender, if you're transitioning, it used to be you had to wait a year before you could compete in, let's say, again, an FPO division, if that's where you chose that you wanted to play, they have now tightened it up and said, now there is a two-year, we'll call it, I guess, a wait time. It's where you're in the process of transitioning. We want to make sure. I don't know if it's them saying we want to make sure, but it, it, it seems to communicate that there wants to be this process of it's completed, not faster than that. So this is pretty pretty big news in the world at large outside of disc golf this is a big news topic uh inside of disc golf this is a big big topic um any any just like your i'll ask for your cliff notes guys like your your takeaways what are you hearing from this what stands out
0: to you yeah i have two quick clarifications that i just want to add on to what you said Uh, It's I know, Matt, you're trying to say it as best as you can to be uh, as as professional and like (laughs) it's it's, it's hard to put in the right words here uh, in order to describe it. But uh, the wording they do use is transgender women. Um, so, you, I know you're saying transgender individuals, but just an extra clarification, clarification there. I just meant I either way, and I guess men, right now, it's specifically
1: yeah. to FPO is the rule. So, yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's I just wanted to clarify that. And uh, when you say majors, it's just referring to pro majors in FPO. So, there's kind of two, two separate changes. There's one for FPO majors, uh, which is if you transition you know, roughly after puberty, uh, you are not allowed for FPO. Uh, And then there's the separate pool, which includes uh, amateur majors and age protected majors, along with uh, A tiers and below for all divisions uh, within uh, female protected.
1: And so your your clarification there of pro major would mean what? Like, just give us an example of the opposite. Like
0: FP 40, FP 40. If you transition after uh, puberty, uh, you are still eligible to play in an FP 40 major. Not you. you you still have to do the two-year period now, yes. and be below the certain levels in medical terms that I don't know if we can describe because I don't I don't know exactly what they yeah, are. but um, you're so you're
1: but, saying pro open is what you mean,
0: as yeah, in like not only, pro open we,
1: but FP open.
0: Yeah, the, the that's only that's what we're talking about, right? Just you you cannot play if you trans uh, transition. Excuse me, transition after puberty is FPO majors. Right now. <clears throat> I will ask
1: for more feedback from the room if they want to, but I also want to say this because it just came to me. I would be very remiss, and I'd probably be bothered by the fact that I didn't say this if I didn't say this tonight, so I want to say this. It's my show. <laughs> Gosh darn, I'm going to say it. People matter. And I know when I gave this whole like statement when we interviewed Natalie Ryan on our show, Mm-hmm. And people, people said I should write down stuff more often. <laughs> They're like, dude, you, yeah. should just, you should write down stuff more often because we like yeah. listening to what you write down. I didn't write down anything tonight. I, I could go back and replay what I said, but people matter. First and foremost, above sports, above anything. Are sports important in our culture? Absolutely. But are people more important? Absolutely. So I will say, at the very least, I am not happy that people are going to be saddened by this, bothered, affected negatively. Now, that's not me making a statement saying, I think other people's opinions don't matter either. This is me just on the surface saying, I do value people. So what we're talking about tonight, we're going to do the very best we can to make sure we're talking about the opinions, the conversation, that we're not talking about, ha, 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 Or this person or that person okay so we're gonna try to keep it that way for you guys and I think we usually do a pretty good job at that on the show so um anything stand out to you about this Nick like does this shake up the disc golf world in a massive way or like what do you think
2: yeah no I definitely think it it shakes up the disc golf world in a pretty large spectrum I would say in the sense of you know one of the players that we talk about the most and we've had her on the podcast before is Natalie Ryan being an openly a transgender woman um playing in the sport and also competed in one, two elite series events last year. So when we talk about kind of what you are just saying of the livelihood of these people and everything that goes on, like Natalie's whole livelihood is completely changed now from this rule in the sense of she had started her transition a little bit later in life after the puberty stages of life and then also had dedicated the time and effort to become an FPO player in her division. Now, with the way that the rules are being said from the pdga and the disc golf pro tour is that she's no longer allowed to compete at those events and so you could say yeah natalie could go out and run an a-tier schedule and play every single a tier across the country and probably do extremely well at it Um, but at the same time when it comes to competing at the top level the disc golf pro tour and above um she is no longer allowed to compete in those divisions um when you kind of look at the pdga article in and of itself it really does detail. Pretty much everything. Um, one of the things that it also had said, um, talking about the survey, and this is something that we had all just read right before. So I could be wrong on a couple things, um, but kind of cliff noting it is um, mm. 37 ish thousand people actually completed the survey. And I think it was 97% of that 37,000 had started it and completed it from start to finish um, with a very, very large majority of. People taking that survey, uh, one of the questions was Should transgender athletes be able to compete in the professional level of disc golf? A majority, I think it was a very, very high percentage, was when it comes to fairness of the sport. A lot of these survey surveyors, the people that took the survey, um, had said they do not believe that they should be transgender players should be competing in the FBO division um, due to fairness. So I think that's something that I'm sure the PDGA probably took into huge effect. They had also brought on medical professionals, um, people who are trained doctors in these areas to go about and do the research on it um, with a pretty much a decision of no, they do not believe that it is fair as well. So when you kind of look at it from what the PDGA is telling you, barring your own personal opinions aside, just reading it like that is a majority of the people seem to think that it is unfair for the transgender players to be competing at the highest level right now in our sport.
1: And I'm glad you brought that up. And I think we always go to Evan with the stats. We can ask for, clear, or we can count on him for clarification. But my understanding is, well, no, I'll say it. PDGA is a member-led organization. Like Mm -hmm. it's an organization led by the members. As much as I I haven't been super happy with what, I wouldn't say their transparency. I would say more with like their PR. Like, just come out and be very forward, like continually every week. We're still working on it like something. Silence can be really tough, but I will give them the benefit of like, this wasn't easy to work through. I get it. It's like everyone's first time trying to deal with like big, big issues of life. But. With it being a membership-led organization, the stats are revealing that, right, Evan? Like, does it say, do you have those stats there? Like, it's it's really large percentage that said they valued fairness. Now, I want to break that down in a minute, but they valued fairness over inclusion. Do, do we have a number there?
0: Um, I don't know if there's a number that said they value fairness maybe maybe i just missed it uh, that was one of the
1: questions in the survey
0: yeah okay. it, the survey it's it i mean it's repeating the same question over and over uh, okay. in the survey results because it's changing uh based on the the people uh, like it's categorizing the people so it's like all respondents then just amateurs uh just pros, just DGPT, and then the same categorizations, but for just women on top of that. Okay. Um, but what what I do want to say though is for when you're when you're pulling all respondents, um, which are all PDGA members who responded to this, pro, amateur, uh, men, women, um, it, it was roughly 50% for most of the categories of uh strongly disagree. Um so uh, there was more that just said disagree or somewhat disagree or neither, and then there was also some that did say uh, somewhat agree, agree, and strongly agree. Uh, but for all members, it was maybe like 52%. It's a bar graph, so I'm trying my best, but I think it's 52%. Uh, said they strongly disagree that transgender women should be allowed to compete with other women in disc golf and other sports um it, the part that does get staggering is it's i mean it's 50% for a lot of these categorizations uh, but when you get to uh pros and especially dgpt pros uh it, the number gets much much higher to strong, for to strongly disagree uh, for all dgpt players it's it's over 70% it's probably something like 72% and when you do just dgpt women i believe it's roughly the same. Around this uh, slightly lower, probably seventy-one percent, um, and they they asked different questions. You know, if they should be able to compete without going uh, hormone treatment, with doing hormone treatment, all that uh, the percentages did change. Like some were up to eighty, some were maybe lower around sixty. Uh, but when they did pull mm. DGPT players, it was uh, majority some uh, strongly disagree.
1: Okay. And we're just trying to bring you all the information, everybody, that that we're seeing as fast as we're seeing it. Um, There's still more to break down here. But the subcommittee, the medical subcommittee, so we just brought up the membership. Mm -hmm. The results from the membership, again, member-led, the PDGA sponsored it, or however you want to say it, having it happen. So the, the poll happened. The PDGA was able to see those results. The results are getting posted. The medical subcommittee, seven people who... I know some of them because they've made it public, but the PDGA doesn't directly make it public. Um, But seven votes for no, as in should transgendered women be able to compete in FPO division at, at major level. Seven said no. It says they took a straw poll and voted seven to zero, which was, let me see. Thus, while it would be unfair to transgendered women to compete against cisgendered women, there would be no question of unfairness if transgender men or transgender women were to compete in the mixed divisions. So what they're trying to say is inclusion. I know that doesn't satisfy a lot of the, the cry that, you know, the transgender community has, but the PDJ is trying here at some level, any amateur or pro level, or in any age-protected divisions that are qualified for it. So they took this poll and they said no, zero votes for yes. Based on research and your professional training and experience, do you believe transgender women should be able to compete in the FPO division at all PDGA events? So that was a 7-0. to So no, they said no. They should not be able to compete in FPO divisions at all PDGA events. On the following question, the subcommittee voted 5-2 to to the following proposal with 5 votes for no and 2 votes for yes. Based on research and your professional training and experience, do you believe that transgender women should be able to compete in amateur female divisions at PDGA event with the exception of majors? So it was a majority vote for that one, but not all agreed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so let me see the PDGA medical committee was sent the, was sent the final subcommittee report and unanimously approved it for submission to the board of directors. So those were the results those were the results from the medical subcommittee. They proposed it to the medical committee and the medical committee just said, cool, we're taking this and giving it to the, the board of directors. So when you mix the memberships results, let's say the feedback,
5: <clears throat>
1: which I'm going to have to really filter through that a lot more, and you take the medical subcommittee and then ultimately the medical committee's recommendation based off of the voting, what's the PDJ supposed to do? Some I'm sure there's people out here now that are saying they, they're supposed to do, quote, the right thing. And then there's other people are saying they're supposed to do the right thing. And like it's everyone's mindset's different on that. But this is the results. Um, In fact, I'm, I'm getting down a little bit further now, and I don't want to just bore people by reading through it, but the, they are bringing up the member survey in the PDJ here. Um, the initial results of the survey indicate that competition level was likely a significant variable. Um, in response to the statement, transgender women should be allowed to compete with other women after gender affirming treatment. The following group of PDJ members strongly disagreed or dis or disagreed. Why does it say strongly? Oh, just disagreed or strongly disagreed. I got it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, 62% of all members strongly disagreed or just dis- disagreed. Uh, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a, it's a majority. It's not a major majority, but it's a majority. And here's what's interesting about this, and I'll, I'll pass it back to you guys. I've been talking. I'm just trying to read through and process all this. When you send out 100,000 or 97, what, what was the
0: number? How oh, many? 118, something like that
1: on a topic like this, you can say, well, only a certain group is going to respond to that because they're most interested in it. Well, I'll tell you what, there are, there are two sides that are most interested and maybe in this situation is those who have the numbers win. Right. And that doesn't always mean right. But in this scenario, I think it was the right thing to do because it's a member led organization. So I guess I'm just saying based off of the information, the board was provided. That's what I'm saying. Like, what would we do any different? Like, oh, we, we just invested months of time into this. And like, we did everything the way we believe it right. Here's the results. Like, we can't just throw it all away. So they, they did what they could with it. So that's, we already gave like the big hitting story up front, majors. But now the Disc Golf Pro Tour also said any, any pro tour event. Anything else stand out about this?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you mentioned, uh, the demographics and they, they did list, uh, the political ideology, ideology, I'm not good at talking, uh, but that word, um, for the respondents, uh, and they did it at a one through seven scale where one would be extremely liberal, liberal seven would be Mm. extremely conservative. Mm -hmm. Um, the, it's hard to do percentages because it, you know, has all the numbers, but it definitely was, uh, um, more conservatives than liberals. Um who knows how that shakes out to all PDGA members or if it's just the survey results. Uh but I would say it, the bar graph shows probably 38 39% uh responded with 6. Oh sorry, it was 1 through 8. So uh 1 through 4 would be liberal categories and 5 through 8 would be conservative categories with 8 being extremely. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh 38% had it as 6. Uh, The rest were all probably between 8 and 16%. So it was kind of scattered roughly equally between the rest. Uh, So definitely favored uh, uh, conservatives overall. Um, And with political issues, I would assume that more conservatives would be uh, less likely to want transgender women to play, um, whereas liberals would want them to more likely. So I think the results reflect the political ideologies. Uh, I'm not trying to dig into that further, but just I was just gonna say that's how pretty, that was
1: <laughs> That's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. And surveys are interesting, right? And you kind of want to label this or that. And that's the hard thing. But I think genuine raw conversation, if we can just have humility and like talk about these things. And I appreciate that earlier, Evan. You're like, man, I know you're trying to get things right. Like, that's cool. Like, I'm good for a good conversation. Like, none of us are perfect. So, um, but I want to just bring up this, this one, one point that's kind of hit home for me a few different ways and I haven't settled on it. And I said that when I, before I interviewed Natalie Ryan, Um, fairness, like membership is saying that, you know, fairness above inclusion. What's interesting is like, let's break that down just a little bit. And I said this before, fairness in sports is a really interesting conversation. Because fairness is not an inherent thing. Like, life is not a fair thing. It's not inherent to life. Like, things aren't just fair. Somebody or a group or people have to decide what is fair. So, to say, like, we value fairness over inclusion, that was a very wide open survey question. It's like, well, what does that even mean? Because, could is it unfair for Tom Brady to be in the NFL? <laughs> like he was born with better gifts than the rest of the world, right? Like in the NFL world, like, is that fair? Well, in that scenario, we would all say, no, that's an advantage that is within the rules. Well, I want to say this and you can think about me, whatever you want. I just like to talk. This year, Natalie Ryan was competing within the rules, to the best of our knowledge. That was a, a, an advantage that was within the rules. If you see it as an advantage, is my point, if you see it as an advantage, I'm not I'm not explicitly saying it is. I'm not the doctor. I'll take the subcommittee, I guess, and think they probably have some wisdom there. Like. My point is, the group has decided now that this is an unfair advantage. They've decided that this transition after puberty um, is an unfair advantage. At the highest level. And so now that's the rule. And I will say this. I will continue to think about this topic. I did when it it was okay for it to happen. And now that they're saying it's not okay. They don't decide how I think about this. But now that it's a rule, that's what we operate within. Like, that's just, I don't know. To me, it's kind of like I'm not done like thinking and talking about it. But it's not an issue per se for me that a rule has been decided now. I know it affects people. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think one of the ways, uh, kind of looking at it in a player's perspective, I mean, one of the biggest areas is, you know, I could lean one way versus another way, but ultimately it is personally not affecting how I'm going to go out and play the next Disc Golf Pro Tour event, let's say for this past year. Um, now for the FPO players, I don't I don't remember if they put out a percentage of what FPO players on the Disc Golf Pro Tour or on the PDGA had said. I think it was somewhere. Yes. I'm not really sure, but... Um, I I think it was, but to those players, you know, their voice wants to be heard. And this survey was a way for their voice to be heard in a sense in an anonymous setting. Um, That is a big area that I think people have to look into is that, you know, I can say one thing about it, whether I believe that this is a good thing or a bad thing. But ultimately, when it comes to the FBO side of disc golf, FBO players need to have a huge say in it. And I think one of the issues kind of with the world right now is the whole... You know, cancel culture and everything to where if someone leans this way and they back it up by certain beliefs or whatever, you know, it could lead to, you know, the canceling of them versus if they're to believe in it in this certain way and stuff like that. So I think having the anonymity of this survey, I think at least brought up the percentages of what do FPO FPO players think about it without taking too much of a backlash versus, you know, everyone coming out and just speaking on Facebook and. I mean, almost every single time that this topic has really been brought up in the disc golf world, you see a lot of comments that are just nasty about it. I mean, it's, it kind of sucks when you can't have a simple discussion about something before it completely 180s and goes the wrong way. So, like I said earlier, me having my own personal opinions on the matter, whether it's for it or against it, in a sense don't fully matter versus what an FPO player says about it and i think that's one area that also kind of has to be taken into effect is what is the percentage of fpo players saying about it what is the percentage of fpo players doing about it in a sense so where do we go from there
1: yes and no yeah, Nick. They, yeah yes and no real quick that. it's it is a member-led organization so the membership <laughs> do, their opinion does matter here but to yeah. but to but yeah. to your point you're like it doesn't like it's not me who's actually being affected that's what i hear you saying exactly yeah
2: yeah in a sense yes yeah
0: yeah and in the report they in the graphs i should say uh they they mentioned how many uh players were uh, part of it and 75 dgpt women uh how they how you classify as dgbt i'm actually not sure i don't know if there was you needed to play a certain amount of dgp events or you just said hey i did play DGP events and this is my response like maybe i could have said i did that and that's obviously not true i'm not actually sure there Uh, but it did say 75 dgpt women uh 468 pro women in total uh 2148 amateur women and uh 2796 total women um what what i found interesting um, is uh, amateur women uh, as far as who voted strongly disagree for should transgender women be allowed to play in each kind of subcategory within that? Um, amateur women uh, had the fewest strongly uh, disagree percentage, as in they probably most likely agreed that they should be able to play. Um, where I think it was DGPt, all DGPt had the highest, with just followed closely behind DGPt women. So the the Data does show that pro women and DGPT women uh, majority uh, did not think it was fair for transgender women to play in the division. But amateur women thought it was OK or mm-hmm. agreed. And I think it is in very important to listen to the women who are in the field. I mean, I'm sitting here on my couch, um, not able to relate to those feelings mm-hmm. um, really much at all. Um, but as far as from a data gathering point i will just counteract that with uh in a pure pure greed world which i'm sure many of these women filled it out uh without that um and filled it out to the best of their abilities but just for a scenario in a pure greed world uh any chance you could get rid of a good competitor you would i mean if if you're a female competitor and they said hey should kristen tatar be allowed to play next year and you wanted the best chance to win you could say no. you would feel so really
2: I, scummy about yourself I
0: totally agree <laughs> i just wanted to counteract it with that i yeah, don't think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the case at all yeah, yeah.
2: i think well um, when you kind of when you kind of bring up that i mean look what happened with the, was it was a ferris state or something at the college yeah, disc golf championships yeah. this year where someone found out they took that player out of eligibility because he wasn't in it they gained that advantage yeah. figuring out that information Um, and that's just kind of completely different, but I think that's when we're talking about the greed world of things, um, kind of like casually scrolling through the comments just to see people's opinions on it. But one of the things is we are three men talking about this subject right now. And I do want to say if this news hadn't come out literally five to 10 minutes before the show had started, and we literally all kind of like briefly read through everything to give a general idea of it, we would have gone out to talk to different women and say, Hey, if you would like to speak on this, we'll give you a platform for it. That is something that we will definitely... This this subject isn't going to go away after tonight's podcast. I mean, this is something that's going to be talked about literally up until the season starts and beyond after that, um, where it is something that can be brought up with any FPO player or any female that is our, on our show in the future. I do want to bring that out there, but I know some comments are, you know, kind of would be nice to see a woman's opinion on it. The other thing is, is that, and I was a little... Kind of talking about it a little bit earlier is a lot of times this conversation brings up a level of nastiness and now we're exposing that player to it or that person to it. And so, in general, we have to be decently careful of like how we're going about in a sensitive subject. Now, one of the things I want to bring up with what Evan was just talking about is we were saying a majority of the FBO players on the disc golf pro tour were saying that they do not think it's fair, but then you brought up the stat about the amateurs. Now, are the amateurs saying that to compete in the amateur divisions or to compete in the pro divisions? Do you have any I, idea? Because I, I, I think, think that it was also a general does. Statement. It was just yeah, a about... general statement. Just a general yeah. statement. Okay. I, I do think as we're seeing the percentages lean on the pro tour side of things, of they do not think it's fair. I think as amateur players do level up into that pro tour status, potentially, and I'm not speaking for anyone, but potentially their decision could be swayed of like you know what no now that i'm competing for a living now that i'm competing for a life i do not think it is fair so i'd be curious it's like an mpo player trying to tell what the fpo division should be doing it's the same thing whether it's mpo or FPO, an amateur is saying what the professional division should be doing should be be lengthening courses or shortening courses because of the players that are at it i think that's just specifically talking about the pro tour and i've said this a number of times in the past on the show of A lot of times when I talk about how I envision and want to see pro disc golf go, it's on the professional side of things, not looking at your local B tiers, C tiers, and A tiers and stuff like that. Like I've talked about dress code and stuff like that in the past. Um, I think the same thing kind of plays an effect to where an amateur talking about what should be done in a pro division versus a pro should be talking about what's done in an amateur division. I think there's just multiple ways of like trying to figure out if, if something is being done on the pro tour, a majority of the vote and a majority of like the opinionated stuff happening should be from pro tour players, pro tour panel, PDGA panel, stuff like that with the pro tour, um, which I think is kind of categorically how it happened. But so,
1: it, so I shouldn't say, but I should say, mm-hmm. and we are the Nick and Matt show. So what mm-hmm. we do in our show is we talk about these things because we are entertainment for you. <laughs> Every we have I, I've said the numbers before. 10,000s of people that come to listen to what we talk about, if we were like, we're not going to talk about anything because we actually don't have a say in it, that'd be boring. Like we know we don't actually have a say in it on the Nick and Matt show. (laughs) That's not, that's not why we're talking about it. We talk sports, we talk disc golf, like that's what we do. So you could you can sway your opinion with what we say or not, but that's up to you. So I will just reiterate. Yeah, go ahead, Evan
0: before we move on what, what i do want to kind of make a statement on is I, I don't think people are thinking otherwise but uh all all records that were uh accrued uh before this change of rules uh still stand so natalie ryan winning two elite events mm-hmm. uh I, by all things i'm the pdga and disco pro tour still uh i don't know if honor is the right word or like, count what. It, I'm trying to figure out the right words but uh i will say like stamanda we talked about this when we heard the rumors mm. um you know a month or so ago we're just like like we are still counting natalie ryan as a two-time elite series winner mm-hmm. that still holds even if the rules yeah what are you later gonna later do on. cross
1: it off the books i mean i guess you could but yeah, yeah no, this... no one's
2: stripping her of the achievements that she made in the sport i mean i she did had it within the rules exactly i've had numerous conversations since natalie has won those events and you know, she's a fun person to be around. I saw her at the Lake Marshall Open, her and uh the Neptune Discs crew that's out there supporting her to the fullest extent. I mean, no no one's taking away her awards, but things are changing. And like we said earlier, this came out ten minutes before the show. And we're not exactly sure, you know, what this you know means going into next year to the fullest extent. We're just reading from a piece of paper talking about what's being allowed at majors, elite series and below now. Well,
1: We said this last week. This is our last show of the season. I didn't come into that with this this episode in mind saying that. But they announced this information right before. It's like, we're going to say it and then (laughs) ta-ta. But I do want to say, just in reiteration again, the very Cliff Notes version. Transgender women will not be allowed to compete at PDGA majors. And the Disc Golf Pro Tour has adopted this rule for all of their events. That is the very Cliff Notes version. Dig in as deep as you want. Find out as much as you want. Transgender are, women, men are still allowed. And, and they, they talk about they want to be inclusive as a sport. So there's a place for them to play in women's divisions, <clears throat> in mixed divisions. Um, I understand that's not going to satisfy, you know, the hopes of many. Um, but again, it's where we're at. So decision was made. That was the ruling. If you call it a ruling, there was rumors of it coming down that way. So I kind of expected something, but here it is officially. We'll see if we can line up anything else to talk about this. Um, but without, I'll say people are people. And I mean Mm -hmm. that we care about people. That's what I care about above all else. You can... Say I'm a bad person for that, or I've got things wrong, but for those listening, only listening, I'm throwing my hands up. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> like it's, we can have an open conversation and I've always been open to that. Come, come talk to me in person. I'll probably even, even have a deeper conversation and be more, more open to talking when it's not being recorded.
2: Yeah, I think, um, one of the things that I'm very curious <laughs> of is um like i i want to see a reaction from natalie in her regards like kind of what her statement would be i want to see i don't know if i want to see that dude
1: like she's going to be devastated i'm not saying
2: i want to see it as in like i want to see it yeah so badly but i'm saying like i i'm genuinely curious of you know because we just had her on the podcast not too long ago and she had talked about where and we've seen instagram posts of her saying you know she's not really sure if she's going to be allowed to compete next year so i'm genuinely curious of you know What is she thinking about it right now? I want to, you know, I'd love to know what other FPO players are thinking of. Stuff like that. Let's see what we can find out. It's just kind of, it's, yeah, it's the media side of things of we're bringing on this conversation. And then we don't, besides for the two articles that have come out, we don't really have too, too much more to say on it. Except for, here's a little bit of what we think about it. Here's what the PDGA says. Here's what the Discall Pro Tour says. And that's that. Like, we can't say, oh, and this person said this. This is why this person said this. Stuff like that. So it's kind of, you know, small in the sense of how big of a conversation this has been, especially over the last year of competitive, competitive disc golf.
1: Okay. I'm looking really quick. Someone said, Natalie, Ryan has made a post two hours ago. Here it is. You said you were interested. And I said, I didn't want to see it, but it's here. It's relevant. I'm incredibly saddened and hurt by this announcement. I did everything I could to speak on behalf of inclusion but the PDGA Board of Directors had a decision made before I ever set foot in that room. One thing is clear to me, this change was never about fairness. If fairness was the board's only priority, they would have removed all trans women from competition. This decision sends a clear message. The board doesn't want to see me succeed. They don't care about local trans women or semi-pro trans women nor masters trans women. This is about my success in their aversion to it. As much as I want to tell all of you to never renew your membership again, I'm not going to do that. This decision provides no resolution since I still have every intention of winning FPO events. I'm going to urge you to stay members and fight them with your vote during the next election in 2023. We can elect more forward-thinking, progressive people. We can push this bigotry out of our sport. The PDGA board chose to shrink the sport, so it is our turn to grow past their hatred and truly make this sport welcoming to everyone. That was the response, uh, verbatim. Um, interesting. I feel like my my only take is again, people matter. Very upset, Natalie Ryan. I feel for that. I also, in some ways, not to even make it light at all. It sounds like a, in a lot of ways, a borderline polite concession speech of ways like. You, and again, I'm not trying to make light. I'm trying to compare it to other times I hear people winning or losing their their um, mindset, their opinions being heard. And sometimes you'll see that come out of like a presidential election. Like, hey, we don't disagree, but we have to still work together to make what our values are matter. And that's what I hear uh, when I read that just now, just processing in real time. That's what I hear Natalie mm. saying. And she's like, hey, I disagree. I think it's wrong. I think they did this and that. And obviously her opinion is very negative towards it but mm-hmm. so that's her that's her voice as she has shared it right there um it's possible we get her on at some point or some other um fpo player i do not know if that will happen but we'll look into it uh, mm-hmm. any other final thoughts on this conversation
2: um i'm curious to see i mean she was talking about you know voting with the 2023 election and all that I, i'm genuinely curious to see where this goes in the future after mm-hmm. the 2023 season so, I mean, it's something that is going to be involved with the sport as long as the sport continues to be a thing for mm-hmm. future years to come. Mm-hmm. So just kind of the curiosity, I guess, of where does this play in 2024? Where does it play in 2025? On and on and on. Absolutely. Any, any closing thoughts, Evan, or were you good?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, just my heart goes to natalie uh, obviously mm-hmm. this is a uh, devastating announcement to her and uh, as well chloe alice um mm-hmm. maybe not as notable didn't win any events this year but is also openly transgender um and this affects her just as much uh but uh, at least for natalie ryan i mean she put a lot of effort in like to a touring vehicle <clears throat> and uprooting her life to revolve around disc golf and people are going to be able to say yeah she can still play those a tiers and travel around the country and use her van but uh, that's not what she made her van for mm-hmm. she made it for touring on the disc golf pro tour and uh fpo majors uh so this seriously affects her life uh incredibly tough tough moment for her and all of her fans it's not just her that's affected it's all of her fans and and other people with similar mindsets it's just a a really hard time uh so if your argument is won or lost, just uh try to be the best person you can with it
1: great words evan there there's I don't think there should be any relishing in the fact of this announcement. Whether it was for your opinion or not, like, again, I just, I don't know. I value people and I want to say this publicly and out loud to any person who is publicly transgendered, meaning that I'm aware of it. You've made it aware. Like, this does not affect my relationship with you, the way I interact with you, the way I will try to stand for you as a person and care about you that's not going to change the rules of disc golf don't change that to me okay Mm -hmm. it's the rules of disc golf at this point so we move forward with that all right i don't think we've well we've done it before we've talked about an hour on a topic before we were close this time about 40 minutes or so yeah all right let's go into this i want to get into the conversation about uh sponsorships and like maybe changing who who is who and all that kind of stuff so following back up on page shoe I did a little bit more I don't want to say digging but Evan you were talking maybe mixed bag you're like oh maybe mixed bag. yeah
0: I already have thoughts but I'll let you finish
1: okay have you just the, the short version did you think you changed your mind a little bit or no uh
0: yeah okay. I think I, I my mind's changed
1: okay so I started reading more I started watching like I, I ended up going like listening closer to like the DD announcement when she was leaving and all this stuff. And one thing, and people can say, Matt, you're really digging there. But like at the end, when J, uh, Jeremy Rusco, he says something along the lines of like, uh, let me see. He said something along the lines of like, it's going to be hard to root for you now. Like going like in like, and he said it more in the line of like with a competitor. And I'm thinking to myself, he wouldn't say that about like infinite. He wouldn't say that about like some smaller thing, like maybe. But I the heartfelt of him saying it out loud the way he did. I'm like, oh, it's it's a bit, it's a big company. So that's I, I'm just saying I feel more confident. I still felt that way. I'm feeling more confident. Do you have any other news or are you just feeling that way?
0: No, I I didn't even know about that, but that's that, that point kind of validates it. Uh, just hearing more rumblings and other people's opinions. I I think it's a big move as well. I mean, people will probably still remember me and say, oh, Evan was ragging on Paige shoe. All I said was I don't think she'll be in the top five. She could be number six next year. Uh which would be good. I believe that I believe that's what I said. I actually am not hundred percent sure, but uh I, I I'm just gonna say this: like, imagine if it was Innova, like the Kona Panis leaving uh, where her father worked at innova to go to dd and now uh paige shoe leaving where her father uh worked at dd to now potentially innova like that just like was like that that just would be it just feels like it would make sense mm-hmm. uh i don't know maybe innova was like yeah let's go after uh you know uh why my uh Doug Berkeys's daughter uh maybe that was the maybe it was the plan maybe they just really saw her talent and wanted to um sponsor her or maybe you should just go somewhere else, and it's not Innova. I don't know, but mm. Innova, Discraft, Latitude 60, well, probably not Latitude 64. Yeah, uh, I, I would uh, say Dismania, probably not them. Like, yeah. I would say those three yeah. options would be what I would assume. Can,
1: can yeah. I say this, and Nick and Evan are both going to like agree, I think you're really going to agree. And I hate to say this, but I can't, we can't act fully forever. Like We have our ear to the ground pretty hard, And we do hear things, but we're not, like, TMZ, and we're not, like, actual sources, like, going around and being like, we have to be first. Yeah. I think we have, like, generally good feelings, so, but that doesn't mean we're right, but I also want to be careful. Because we also have relationships in disc golf because disc golf is pretty small right now. Like, we don't want to, like, step on toes. So yeah. we talk pretty generically. If, if I ever make a hot take, I think this is where somebody's going. It's because I actually have no idea. <laughs> 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 or, or I'm playing, like, the the double negative and I'm trying to trick you. But
0: <clears throat> Yeah. Well, what about that Paul McBeth news we just heard about recently? Paul McBeth, the Lone Star Ranger team? Hmm. Yeah, I'm just I'm joking that. I was going to say, I'm like, wait, Nick's what, like what are talking about?
2: Yeah. I was just with him earlier. I didn't hear that. <laughs> but I will say, um, listen to the yeah, Nick I'm and Matt show.
0: 20% one-time discount. Yeah. Listen, exactly. but I
1: will say, listen to the Nick and Matt show. You never know when Nick will give you exclusives. He never should have.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, that was last year. I have to be a little bit better in the sense of, you know, I, I do have pretty good connections in the sport. And so I have to be very wary of like what I say and. I think like last year, I was like, oh, I definitely don't know where this person is going. And I'm like, great. I have to lie to everyone that's talking right now, which is why these these conversations are fun for the speculation purposes. But I also have to be very careful yeah. if I do know where someone is going or have <laughs> if I know where someone's potentially leaning towards. And so I'll say this. Um, and this is only because so Nick, Anthony Brella is Paige going is now to I'm just going to well, say, just, I'm just going to so, say, just I'm just going to say manufacturers names and everyone just look at Nick's face. No, yeah. it. And just look at my face. I'll do it. I'll do it like this and say like, yes or no. Um, so the reason I want to say that she's probably not going to go to Innova is Innova Dang just it. lost one of its most hyped. And I think one of their top tier players who mm. never really gets treated as a top tier player. He doesn't have any elite series wins, but Anthony Brella is one of the most gifted athletes in our sport and could very, very well win any tournament that he is a part of when he dials everything in to this fullest extent i mean ab is an incredible player throws the disc a mile is when his putting's on his putting's great he's a very very good player and he just announced today that he's leaving innova and i think we've seen this in the past of players being at innova not being treated to i think the standard that they believe in now whether You feel like he should be treated better or treated worse? Is your own personal opinion in it? Well, how is he being treated? I mean, like, how can we have that
1: opinion if we don't know?
2: We need to get him on the show. Oh, I think he's well. So this is kind of coming from my own personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Is like if I'm to look at two players and I have, you know, player A on the star team and then Anthony Borello on the B team. Now I'm going to actually look at, okay, how do these players compare to each other? And one off the top of my head, and he might not still be on the star team, I'm not sure he might be on some other team that they have now, but like Philo Brathwaite was on the end of a star, star team for a long, long time. One of the reasons being was the big Philo Batras that, you know, went disc golf viral and everything like that, kind of made his promotion to the elite team. Now, Anthony Brollo, who, you know, is an incredible player, has a very, very, I would say, uh, promising career ahead of him. Was still kind of stuck in that champion team level. He's a thousand thirty-five rated. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And he, he just he, he just, just popped threw... off an eleven hundred rated round. He just won yep. the last two tournaments he's played by I think double digits a piece. I mean, one of them being at his home course <clears throat> at Vista. What team was at he the same on? Time, like, huh? You, champion on team, champion on team, champion. Yeah. Yep. He's, so he's still listed that. on Team Champions. Star right Team right now. is the
1: highest. They have a the baseline highest. of a thousand. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving away exclusives here. I have my my children are on Team Innova, but they have a baseline of a thousand thirty-five to get onto the Star Team. So A B is at the base minimum line to
2: get well, I mean, on the Star Philo, Philo mm-hmm. Brathway was on the Star Team, and I don't think he ever crested over 1035 <laughs> rated. Well, yeah, then so this is on updated. The star
0: team, I'm looking at it right now. They update them as they go. I have the criteria think,
1: yeah. for Team Innova.
0: Anthony Borello was on team champion along with very good players like Joel Freeman, Bradley Williams, who won a match play. Elite and series won winner. Multiple elite series wins. Silver Nathan series Williams, winner. Won Tour match championship last winner. year. Yep. Lisa Fakus who's won a number of events. Uh, Dean Carey won a silver series. Kat Mersch, Jessica Weiss, Maria Oliva. A uh, lot of very good players on team champion. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and so I- that's where I'm wondering, like, <clears> if, <throat> if I may be where I'm in, I think, what is his last year of college? And let's say Innova, and I I don't know numbers, I'm just throwing numbers out there, but let's say Innova is giving him $60,000 a year, guaranteed salary, just to play disc golf, go to events when he can. Let's say he's getting $60,000. Now, if I may be, and I get a degree in a job that's going to pay me $80,000 a year, you kind of look at the money aspect of things. But then if a company comes along and says, hey, by the way, I want to give you $90,000 a year, how inclined are you to go to that company? Obviously, he probably went to Innova and said, hey, this company offered me $90,000, I would like to, you know, have you guys kind of give a counter offer and then you can talk about, you know, if Lone Star says, Hey, we'll give you 90,000 and of like, Oh, we're not going to do 90, but we'll give you 80,000. Then do you stay with Innova or do you go for the extra $10,000 to Lone Star? And so I think that's kind of the conversations that are being had. And I think a company potentially just gave him an offer that Lone Star? at that <laughs> point. I don't know if it's Lone Star. I'm just using companies Dizcraft. that I don't think it is. I, that do. I don't think it's it is. So. I don't know. It's Discraft. AB. B's actually AB Nick, someone that Nick, I, I genuinely don't know. Nick, I don't Discraft. know if it is. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. Listen, <laughs> listen, I want to say this Prodigy. I, yeah. I'll Discraft. say this. Prodigy has the best young talent in the sport right now. When you're talking about players who are young and incredible at it, Burr, Isaac Robson, Alden Harris. Why not add Anthony Barella onto that as well? Anthony Barella to infinite discs.
3: No, he's
1: yeah. going to... Okay, <clears throat> his boy Drew's on Infinite. Yep. So here's the wording to me that tells me. I mean, it's, it's right there in his writing that he chose to leave. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. that he was like, I'm looking to leave, but I chose to. And you have to read into it kind of like what Nick was telling us there. But he goes, although it's upsetting to leave Innova. So he's saying leave. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could switch it to say. Innova, you know, said it's time to hit the road and he's leaving Innova, but like to imply like it's upsetting to leave is implying that he's choosing it. Uh, He says he's excited for what the future holds and he made and he, he says, and I made the best decision for myself. So sounds to me like if I'm speculating and I'm reading into this and that's what we do. Yeah, he wasn't getting the deal that he thought he deserved and it was time to move on. Mm -hmm. Um, this is only the ripple effect for what I was calling last week. It's going to continue for years to come. Every year, you're going to say, no, everyone's solid in their deals or everyone's where they are. Uh, and I'm talking way up the line. When somebody comes along and says, I'll give Ricky $5 million and it requires someone to buy him out in his deal, like they're going to do it and then pay him $5 million. Like the sport's going to continue to increase and money in the off season is always going to speak because they're going to go, why wouldn't I move? Because I can throw different discs. Like, it's not a problem if you guys want to pay me. So, Anthony Barella, moving out of Innova, mm-hmm. uh, threw down 1,100-rated round recently. And I'm no stat mando.
0: He did. Shout out 12 days of yeah, stat and, uh, miss. Arizona State, Arizona, <laughs> it wasn't a stat miss. Uh, it was its own uh, individual tweet. Uh, it, he shot the first ever Arizona 1,100-rated round that was not at the memorial.
2: It was kind of, you know, it was Vista. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, was awesome. it at Vista?
4: <laughs> or it was like I'm sorry. His non- ele-
2: his 1100 was not. I lied. It was at yeah. some some different course. That was the I, Arizona
0: State's. Sorry. Yeah, I I I don't know if it maybe also had a round at Vista, but the round he had it, but I forget the name of it. Right.
2: I forget the name of the course, but it, it was not Vista. He just yeah. played Vista this past weekend.
0: Yeah. So all all I think it was. Fifteen or sixteen previous eleven hundred rated rounds uh, were all at Memorial based events. There was actually mm-hmm. one at by Yuli at the Memorial warm up, which was a month before the Memorial, but at the same courses, nice. so really uh, the same thing. Uh, can you imagine but,
2: putting up an eleven hundred rated round? Well, I can Dude, imagine I it. that. Call. That's <laughs> just stupid. I'd <laughs> have to shoot about ten strokes
1: or eight strokes better than my absolute all time cool. career best, and that's like impossible, like impossible. So yeah, no, I can't so, imagine.
2: So Evan Evan brought up the tweet that he had back in Waco where me and Luke had our first like 1075 rated round or like 1070 and above, and then Paul was on his 160th. And since (laughs) then, Luke Luke might have jumped up one or two, but what did you say? Paul went up like eight more rounds that were above 1070. I think it was like
0: 17 more. Was it 17 more? Just like a filthy amount. I I I mean, he averaged.
2: yeah, he averaged Trump. like 1070 at European Open. But want to know what the other, like one of the crazier stats is. I think Ben, Evan, and I were at Moe's and we were looking this up. And Paul Macbeth does not have a single round under 900 rated or like 910 oh, yeah. rated, potentially yeah.
0: even for his entire career, for his including his entire career, career life. like in his
2: life. He does not have a single. You're I've in played a club of your own events, own, I'm pretty sure. I've had
3: 780 rounds. Let's go.
2: Yeah. There's I, I something
1: I, Paul I, Macbeth doesn't. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know that's just it's just wild to me that like i could very very easily go out to an event and Wait. pop off an 899 rated round
0: but what were you guys looking at i just pulled up his page he had an 881 Kurt, round you're the one that said it brother
2: no it was nick no we were talking about it. And you, <laughs> you we were talking well, i was on stat, stat or fiction, we everybody. Up the stats.
0: oh you were probably thinking event rating maybe uh, uh, cause maybe it was this was at the South. Right. Right. Okay, Statter let's go. Fiction. Uh, all right. Well, it's born again.
2: If you guys are listening 45 no. seconds ago, just cut that out. You don't this, need to listen to what This I said.
0: was Nick. Um, yeah. So you're starting <laughs> by apologies. event rating. I'll do this really quick. Low to high. Um, yeah. So at that event where he had two 800 rid rounds, he averaged nine thirteen over it. Oh my gosh! Uh, 2, it was a eight four rounder. Kyle Crabtree won MPO, but this was an MA one. <laughs> I gotta go there. If we don't want to wait for me, then
1: that's fine. <laughs> I'm really curious, it and is. I have to do this real quick. He
0: finished twentieth in MA one. Oh, wow! I have, what a chump! I, have a, two, I have, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Eight uh, eighty one, <laughs> eight ninety six, and then a nine forty nine and a nine twenty seven, which actually were to start the tournament. Then he fell <laughs> apart. Apparently, oh. uh, he didn't have the clutch teams back then. He didn't have. The, it was it was opposite. Yeah. It kept on going downhill. I have to ask uh, the um, chat.
1: Did you guys just have to watch an ad? And if so, I apologize. Yeah, I little, my YouTube
2: just came up and it made did. Me put on an ad. Everybody
1: yeah. in the chat right now, they're just all bailed because they're like, what? An wow. ad? Like a pop-up yeah. came on my screen and I clicked it. I thought off. <laughs> and it was like, insert ad now. <laughs> So, sorry we're we're desperate for money around I the Christmas totally time by, look no ad. <laughs> oh someone said no ad for me so if you have like a ad blocker yeah then someone it,
3: said we, i could watch ben putt all day okay. smh they're trying literally ben, all day like you so much we did
4: and we did watch you put all day i
2: have a hot take that hasn't been posted yet okay do it what well, from what I've heard, the South Florida Open just happened, which actually a really cool thing about the South Florida Open. Paul McBeth did win it, which now becomes the third player this season to crest over the $100,000 season he earnings got mark. It? He got it. I think he's at like $100,000, or something like that. Yeah,
0: he is. He oh, just you look got at it. That.
2: So, three players this year. Chris uh, and Tatar was technically the first. Ricky Wysocki followed behind that. I think Ricky has a little bit more. And then Paul McBeth at the $100,000 mark. Pretty awesome. In a few minutes, I'm going to have to plug this.
0: Computer Man, Anyways, the, so
2: at the South Florida Open, <clears throat> supposedly Thomas Gilbert was accepting a an award for second or third place. I forget what he got, but from what I heard, he is announcing that he is leaving Prodigy. So, and now, <laughs> this was yeah, not exclusive, but this is to, public yeah. information. So, when there's public well, information yeah. and we
1: hear about it, and we see it, and we read it, we'll speculate all day on it. Um yeah, of course I knew
0: this ahead of time and I just didn't say anything. Yeah, we all were just waiting for Nick yeah. to say so.
2: Well you guys did technically know ahead of time because okay. I told you. Yeah, yeah, I was
0: playing it off. You told <laughs> us like twenty How minutes. How long has go. he been with them? <laughs> not long. Just it was you just one year, Indiana correct? Yeah. Maybe two.
2: Yeah. Was this the first year? Was this year it was, two?
0: It was only one two, or two. I think two.
2: I th- it, thought this was year two that he spent with them. Man, yeah. we should have got him on the yeah. show. Sure.
0: Definitely not more than yeah. that.
2: All day first. He's with
0: them for another
1: year or two or Yep. yeah year by year kind of deal
0: but that'll be exciting i think like thomas is a is a notable player um but hasn't really he was at innova for a while i i don't know if he was at somewhere before but it, you know trying to find his team i think you know mm-hmm. um and just i don't know attachment to, a, to it's always it's always cool when a player has like that disc um and i know he had his you know as here's a prodigy and something before at end yep. but we'll be exciting to see where he lands
1: <clears throat> okay we're gonna do something da, 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 da. we're gonna Woo. do something i
2: tasked Wait, can I, I what go ahead well i was gonna say i'm going to drop the call really quick yeah do plug it this computer in. So it'll be perfect I'll timing be
1: cool yep i tasked intern ben yeah i said intern ben you have a segment tonight. Oh, yeah. Come prepared.
3: I have a segment.
1: You do? Let's go. Yeah. I don't know about this. I'm kind of concerned. So here's the deal. I'm the official. Dude,
3: I'm a little scared of it, too. I'm the official
1: producer, responsible, although I'll blame everybody else. Like, it's really me. And I just said, come up with something. And then he's and then this is literally. I'm, I'm going to actually read this. Hold on a sec. We're going to go into our private Guys, it's chat. Guys, a
3: towel like this.
4: We're
1: going into our private chat. Yeah, I got to scroll back a little bit. I said, let's come up with this. And,
5: and Ben says, come on, Do, do, do.
1: he says, <laughs> oh, I want to see where, where it started. I got to go back. away. Yeah, we, we chat a lot, dude. We, this goes back. Some,
0: should we play some music over
1: this? Like, yeah, this is exciting.
0: Do, do,
1: do. So Evan comes in and he's got this segment. He, Evan's like, we're going to do this cool segment and we'll do it. We're going to get to it in just a second. Okay. Okay. Good. <clears throat> and then. He's that like helping cool. us brainstorm like for, for Ben's sake, like or whoever, like, hey, these ben are some has ideas. No
0: clue. He's like, I got no idea right. to come up with a segment. No clue. I was yeah. I was and then,
1: so hard. this is what he says. So Ben says this. I want to play a game, but I can't think of any. L-O-L. So we know Ben <laughs> wants to play a game. <laughs> Great so then game. Evan comes back with like another option for a game. Like this, this is another one, right? Good idea by Evan. Great. And game. so thanks, guys. Ben Let's goes, I like that game, Kearns. And then all of a sudden, all <laughs> caps, I have a game. Yes. So he had a game, and then I said, this is my response. Oh boy. And I said, explain. I said no. And Ben goes, I'm holding this one. As well, because I said I had a surprise game, which by the way, I have to nix. It's it's not happening. What? But Ben's what's is thing? a surprise game. And I and I said, Oh boy, explain. He says, I'm holding this one as well. He goes, but it's good. And I'm thinking to myself, who decides what's good? Like I the show is okay. So then I go, but what if we're like duplicating ideas? Give me a basic idea. Like I, I just, Ben, you can't just run free on the show. And he goes, We aren't duplicating ideas. It has nothing to do with Evan. And that's the last I have of it. So yeah, in full disclosure, <laughs> we're gonna let Ben take it away.
3: All right, guys. This is my this is my debut game show host. So uh give me <laughs> oh. a little bit of a break. But um <laughs> that's so my I, I I was I was working out and I was thinking about this whole time racking my brain, and I was thinking about, <laughs> you know, the the like Kenny and Ernie, they do uh who he play for. And I was thinking about doing that for sponsors. But that's not. Wow. No, I I didn't do this. But I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm I'm giving backstory. But I feel like you guys would all know it because I feel like there's no not enough depth. Like, who did Paul McBeth play for? Obviously, you guys know.
0: So instead, what about name every sponsor Nico played for?
3: Uh, Gateway Clash. I don't know. Um. So nice. Here's two out of thirteen. Here is the game we're playing. It's what or. We'll call it, what's their tour series? Okay.
0: Oh, this so, is a Ben game if I've so ever heard one. I'm gonna, I, <laughs> All wa- right, I was thinking go. about
3: nice. giving the player's name, but I think I'm going to give the disc name. How do you guys want to do it? Do you want to, I give you a player's name and you guess their tour series? I think it'd this be is, easier. This is your
2: game. You pick. Okay. Yeah,
3: we're going to do, do, I'm going to name the disc. You're going to have to guess the player. Obviously, the disc is going to give you the brand from the player's team. And I have a few hints under it if you need them.
0: Oh, he's what style game is this? Do we, do we all answer each time? Yeah, is it one uh, person's uh, turn? Yeah, I,
3: th- I think just like a collaboration. Or like whoever says we're, it first. We're working maybe. together? No, no, no. We're whoever says it first. Team? Whoever says it first. How about that? Okay. I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> <These> <laughs> this is not flushed out. <laughs> all right, ready? Here's the first first one. Color glow. Sexton. Excalibur.
0: Cat Mersh.
2: Yes, Evan. I good was job, say Kat, but I didn't know it was a color glow one.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Nate's a star. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's Taurus series, but you know, signature. See? Yeah. Y- yeah. There you go. Evan. Good start. I, I picked Let's some go. hard ones. One point on the board. One <laughs>
3: point. All right. We got a fusion orbit
5: getaway. Oh, Zach, Zach Mendolyn. Mendolyn. You said
0: no, Zach Mellano. No. Yeah. I'll take
1: that back. Chris Clemens. Nope. Evan, no, you, get I
0: guess you away. can answer. Uh, no, hers was the Vandal. Getaway. I- I'm going to go Mason Ford.
4: Yes! <laughs> Let's go!
0: <laughs> Good that's job! That's two for two. That's
1: twofer. Okay. Oh, you guys talked behind my back.
3: No, that's why I don't want to say anything. I, I don't want to say I'm doing a tour series game because Kearns would have analyzed every tour series <laughs> on No Man.
2: He already has. Apparently. Has. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: We're going to go Maybe I should have done harder. I thought you guys <laughs> that was that's
0: me. Hard that was for me. pretty hard. Yeah. I okay, really got really lucky. I'm not denying that.
3: All right, I'm gonna go. Champion Glow Firebird. Sexton.
0: Nope. What Champion Glow? Aha. Uh-huh. I guess tour series is different. It's Freeman have that? Glow.
1: It's Freeman or it's yeah. It's uh. Yeah, it was. Glow. Or I know Catalina. I've seen it announced and I'm like, okay, well you're not. It's not this.
2: Haley's because she's Halo. Yeah. Hannah, nope.
3: <sighs> Just let me know when you guys want a hint. Don't look at the
5: chat yet. I mean,
1: it's Innova. I'll, t- right uh, again, yeah, 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 I'll <laughs> take. I'll take a hint. <laughs> all right, for, People, uh, I asked that question because I wanted hint? Ben to answer.
3: Um, this was Andrew Marweed's old tour series, right? Like, yeah, I, I that. got that. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that. that I was like, I can't say anything
1: on the, who the player. Okay, is. okay.
3: Pre, he's a MPO player you want more? Yeah, okay. okay. Well, because he
1: has a tour series.
3: Yeah. It could be a female. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Signed to, or previously signed to Prodigy.
1: Thomas Gilbert. No.
3: Yes, he's on Inva. He was. No, no. Right previously. now. He, he, and he's previously signed to
1: Prodigy. He's leaving Prodigy.
3: Currently signed to Inva.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't.
5: <laughs> That's Jeremy all Nolan? I have for
0: What? It's not Jeremy Colling.
3: He's long hair. I'm just going. Hints off the color. Oh, Zachariah
0: Johnson. Yes. There you go. Mm. I was wow. literally looking at the team page before. <laughs> yeah. not, not right now. This is when we were talking about Team wow. Champion. He's on Team yep. Champion. Yeah. I nice. would not have guessed that if I didn't look at the, the team page. Really cool guy. Page. Yeah, that, that, that would have taken me forever to guess. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's why I picked, I, I knew that one
1: would throw people. <laughs> it's for a loop. slightly weird. You can have like the color glow sex, and Firebird and then like a tour series, but I
3: don't I, understand cool the difference. I think I, I heard this, but uh, he Moss, because he, yeah, he asked him because he loved the yeah. sex one so much. He asked him and he's like, sure. Just don't make it color glow. So another reason why Nate Sexton's a good guy. Good guy Sexton.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with. By the way, someone in the chat got that right. A few people,
5: yeah. Harry hey, Chase. Harry Friedman.
3: All right, next one. A. I don't know. I don't know the plastic. How to but <laughs> 500 plastic A4. <laughs>
1: gannon burr
2: <laughs> nope he's pa3 isaac robinson uh, nope it's not alden i don't think he did a uh earns you got
0: four
5: um i'm thinking through it
1: oh man we're not in the tour series as much as i guess ben is no. like
0: gavin <laughs> babcock
3: no i was gonna i was gonna try and do gavin babcock but he doesn't okay have so one. he's maddie wait one. he
0: came from them. no uh, it's okay. I know it's not Thomas Gilbert because he's it's something. There you go, Luke Humphreys. Right, yes. thank, thank you, Chad. So, one chat, help me on that one.
2: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no yes, I'm
1: gonna
0: watch the chat right. too now. All right, thank no, no, chat.
3: no, no more chats. ban
0: it. All
1: right, I have two more
0: nick needed to at least get on the board so it's okay uh, dude i'm and we weren't now so of the
2: players and discraft players like when it comes to prodigy I, <laughs> yeah. I really just don't know like they have a5s now i didn't know that was a thing they have yeah. pa5s they have seven i don't know <sighs> yes. yeah, too
0: yeah. Much should have known lou Humphreys, though that's that's yeah. on us, yeah. hot
2: take okay. I, this I re-signed does. with discraft there's my hot take what, so. what?
0: is Whoa. this speculation Whoa. yeah nice. no Not i actually That's some news. For a Nick and Macho exclusive. Everyone now had a a whole on meeting the
2: other day and everything. It was like, that's the place to be again. Wait, but it went like this, right?
1: You're like Let's just let's just go back to earlier this year. Remember Waco, Remember, Waco round
2: one, and forget everything one, after that. <laughs>
3: J- Joel has a
2: feature. <laughs> He's like, "Can Fine. we do a deal?" So <laughs> I'm just <I> mean, busting. <laughs> in all, yeah, I mean, but in all honesty, though, so one of, one of the things next year is I don't plan on traveling to as many big events. Um, reason being, I really we've seen a ton of ton of success lately with Discura and opening up our variety on that page. It's been incredible. Um, And I really want to be a lot more involved in the Virginia scene with that actually being at the warehouse and everything. And so that was one big thing is that I don't want to travel as much. Um, Also, when it comes to skill level, I looked at, I had a buddy actually run a bunch of stats. I averaged just about a thousand rated at elite series events and majors, um, which is good. I'm a decent player, but it's not nearly good enough to compete. Is this, was your friend? Does
1: your friend's name rhyme with when? No,
2: when. This wasn't Burns? Evan. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't Evan on this one. This was another buddy. Actually, he went and we have a Virginia group chat of a bunch of us local players, and he literally found us all the stats. Like I averaged over ten ten at C tiers. I averaged over ten oh five at B tiers. I, in my group chat, was the only one to win an A tier. Little stuff like that, but nice. All in all, realistically, I plan on being more of a uh kind of local weekend warrior Uh, i'm gonna be traveling around all the virginia side and then towards the end of the season when the east coast stuff happens and some of the midwest stuff um i'm gonna go out to waco again i would like to try to get a little bit of revenge off of having a really good start last year but um when i talk with bob julio just about my plans for the 2023 season um, he was all on board with it and he said, I love the idea of it. And Discraft actually hooked me up with a little bit more than what I was getting this past year. Um, nice. so be on the lookout, especially you for meet some that more inflation, discs. you know, exactly. Um, <sighs> no, it was definitely the right decision. Cause I will say this, I was actually, and you guys, I think I told you a little bit. Yeah. I was, oh, don't disclose this for the world. Well, hear. no, I mean, I like, I, I was debating whether, because <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to travel as much next year. Yeah. I was debating whether I wanted to kind of take up a spot on a team. Um, but then kind of having the support and love from the Discraft family, it, it honestly, when I had the phone call with Bob, it was the easiest, like, yep, sounds good to me. This is incredible. So, anywho. Back um, to the game. Yeah, super excited for that.
0: Yeah, back <laughs> that cool. to Ben's awesome two game
3: more. that we... He's uh, got two, two more. more. Congratulations, Nick, by the way. We all want to be signed Thank by you. Discraft.
0: You're living our dreams. Thank you. It's true. <laughs> Get some more uh, Nick Carl Undertakers coming up, soon. Buddy. Heck yeah.
2: Yeah, like 200 of them. Someone said Tour go. Series Preferably Carl blue. Wasp. Ooh, that'd be fire. Yo, should I do that? Should I come out with a Wasp? Would sick. people actually buy a Wasp?
3: I, I, I bag a Wasp. And I mean, I'm already at this golf. Tour Series.
0: Sorry. Need some overstable mid ranges. And Wasp yeah. can be it. All right. Get wasp on the or drone. Ready? I'm
2: a big drone guy. Here, yeah.
3: Here's maybe a softball. Who knows? Tournament X Maiden. That's Wait, Madio. Madio. Yeah, that was, that was too easy. I, I wasn't going to include that one. But, anyways, here's the real <laughs> last one. Nick's probably going to know this. This is why I s- stayed away from this crap. But um, ESP Scorch.
2: Uh, Alexis, Alexis Mendejado. Okay,
3: there you guys go. That's the game. Oh, I thought he was going
2: to go Surge. Um, I, I just, no, Chandler, I was that was it.
3: too... I think I just wanted there, to I mean, get... when,
2: it, when it comes to the Elite Series team, it's all kind of easy. Uh, Frederick Zimmerman, you had posted, can anyone link the statement by the PDGA? If you actually go on to the PDGA.com, PDGA.com. it should be the first one under their um, news section. Yeah. It should literally be right there. But if someone in the chat, if you got... 10 seconds go ahead and, and the disc there. golf
1: pro tour.com dgpt.com you can see their announcements posts yeah. as well okay exactly
2: um so, so i'm gonna
1: just have ben just do a quick evaluation of that game like grade it
3: uh chat's chat's going off they're saying they love
1: it no you have to grade it
3: oh grade it <laughs> i think i think that i think it, it was a great brainchild of mine i think <laughs> it was probably a top tier disc golf game um and i i enjoyed it i think it was uh, a <laughs> Eight point seven out of ten type of game.
1: 8.
2: 7, one bite. Everyone nice. knows the rules. Yep, exactly, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the disc golf pro tour's Instagram post the other day with player one, player two, player three? Did you guys see that? Like the AI? Yes. Oh. No. So the player one had oh yeah two major wins class. oh yeah fifty five percent win percentage at elite series and majors or throughout the year. Excuse me. Um, it was like thirteen total elite series events that year and then player two had two majors was it less of a win percentage let me look it up right now so i can kind of because I, I was genuinely curious of people's reaction to this when yeah, the ai ones that ben
0: it. mentioned were pretty funny really too cool. yeah. Yeah. All do
2: cool. oh matt
3: the- you have an ai profile can we
1: dude the nick and Nat i don't want to pay
3: for it can i use no ears? you have to
1: pay every time you do it oh but Okay. I'll do it for the show. We'll, we'll do a like, uh, weird mix up of the Nick and Matt show. We'll figure it out.
2: So, so all right. <laughs> you guys got to send me like 20
1: selfies, though, of different pictures. Ooh. Yeah. I don't have those. You have to pay each time. They're genius. <laughs> That's all he has on his <laughs> phone. I've mean, seen him Yeah, it's exactly. I'm like scrolling through. I'm selfie. like, uh, which
2: one do I actually want to send? All right. So, really quick, and this, because it kind of involves the chat, too. But if you guys saw the disc Golf Pro Tour posted, and this was a day ago, Um, They had three players and which season would you rather have player one had two major wins had a winning percentage of 59% and over eight tiers and above they had 13 wins player two two major wins 54% win chance a tier and above 13 wins player three one major 88% win rate throughout the season with 10 a tier major and elite series wins so which player would you guys choose? Paul
1: Macbeth, I'm pretty sure, would be the first one. Like, that's what he would say. Okay. What would now, what I season say? Was it?
2: What season was that? No, I'm just saying in general. He would, oh, yeah. these are actual well, these, people? These are actual stats. These mm. are players' actual oh, seasons. Sorry. And so well, you got, you got not, the Paul Macbeth. Okay. But,
1: okay, well, I was going down a different track. I just thought we were just saying in general, like, which would you rather for a stat for your season? But no, that was Paul Macbeth. Do you know what season that was? 2014. It was two majors is what you said, right? Yep,
0: two major wins. He won Kona. I mean, that's a giveaway day? right there. Kind of. Not a total it's, giveaway. No, just
2: that's it's kind of a giveaway.
0: Within the context really of a giveaway, it. yeah. Maybe
2: European yeah. Open and some. I, I, the world, I, I, I you know the There's answer, one, like Ben. I, in Worlds. Yep, there's your two majors. What year did he win European Open and Worlds? 2018. I'm, and only I, those. I'm
3: too new into disc golf to, to know. 19.
2: So that's, that's Paul McBeth's 2019 season. Mm-hmm. His first year with discraft. Now, player two season, this one would be a little bit harder to get, but it's Ricky Wysocki's 2016 season. So the first year that he won Worlds, and the other major, I think, was the Aussie Open. I think that was in
0: 2017. I think this was one it, was... Uh, was it Kona Piste? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oy, oy, oh, or yeah, Europe, I'm was it European thinking. Masters? It could have been that. It might I have think been it was European Europe. Masters at Yarva.
2: Anyways, last season is... Climo's 1995 season, where he had an 88% win rate and 10 Elite Series wins with one major one. So a bunch of the comments were like, you know, comment player one, two, and three, and then, then you can see who it is and everything. So just kind of like curiosity. When I first look at it, I'm like, okay, well, player one and player two have the same amount of Elite Series wins and also the same amount of major wins. But player one has a higher win percentage of winning throughout the year. So I'm like, okay, why would I ever pick player two? And this is before I knew who it was because I didn't even know they were actual people. Um, and then I was like, okay, it's a 5% more win rate, so why would anyone choose player two? But then a lot of people chose player three because of the 88% win rate. And then when you find out who it is, it was, was kind of cool. I, I liked it. And then a bunch of the comments were, can we have Paul McBeth's 2015 season? I mean, I think everyone in the world <laughs> would Everyone in the world yeah, would say the that. Yeah, that's the surprising
0: thing because, I mean... I, I was actually surprised they used 2019 because everyone talks about the 2015 McBeth season. I think 2019's like an afterthought, even though 2019 is still it's, so frigging impressive. Yeah. It's insane how good that season was. He went from,
2: uh. what was it going 18 down at Waco and then to not bogeying anything at like throw down the mountain murdering. Like he had a disgusting besides, I think a lot of what gets overshadowed at it is that was the year that he also, I think he either DNF would or didn't cash at USCGC that year and so that's a big thing that people always bring up but the 2019 yeah. was insanely filthy by so, him that
5: year
0: yeah, yeah. I actually what would you say the percentages were was it just elite series oh they included eight tiers in it yeah i think that's A-tiers. what it was yeah i just did elite and majors yeah. and just trying to personally the I feel like i would elite. always
1: rather have more majors
0: Macbeth in 2019, his average round rating was 1056.43. Mm, that's so uh, good. Wysocki in 2016 was 1048.54, which is is pretty good. But it's like yeah. his 2021, I think, was higher. His 20- ratings 10- inflation. His, so player <laughs> field 2019 was actually higher. So maybe, but uh yeah, 1056 in a season is filthy. Let me switch over to 2015. 10:55. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, it's insane. But that gives me such a good idea is to really like dive into the field strengths. That's something you know we've done at Statmando is dive the field into the field strength. strengths for those. Yeah, the field. You can strengths. say field strengths. Uh, That's appropriate. Or strength of field. Or strength yes. of field. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, but for those two seasons and really comparing, like I mean, well, in three including climbos, was it 95 um you can do the same thing with juliana corver the year like she lost like two people all year yeah. uh compared to like tatar this year or Paige pierce and like 2019 for example but plenty of the other late 2010s okay here's what, a really cool deep dive
1: i want to i want to do this for the sake of caring about those on my show his name is evan and he's a part of another disc golf talk show would you go ahead and drop it for us like what was going let's on
0: let's go yeah, we uh off season with Statmando is officially launched on the disc off network. Hey, um, whoop, whoop. that is a uh <laughs> that was real. Oh, let's go. And now oh God. For he is button
1: happy.
2: <laughs> Every time that song gets played, dead. we lose people. <laughs> Yo, everyone uh,
3: everyone at home, whenever I click, you gotta do this with me. Just
1: just What are you up. doing? Tell people at home.
3: I'm just Point your fingers up, <laughs> raising the roof,
1: Dude. Like raising the roof. So you're on Disc Golf Network. Is this once a week kind of a thing?
0: It'll be bi-weekly. So every other week, okay. uh, from throughout the off season, uh, you'll be listening to myself, uh, Hans, and Dion, the founders of Statmando. We talk with plenty of other people from our uh, kind of stat uh, stat elite uh, group. Uh, people just come up with really cool stats, and we're diving into a lot of different subjects. Uh, I'll give a quick teaser on actually a two-parter for episodes two and three, which are unreleased, but we talk about 1100 rated rounds and uh, all the different ins and outs of different ones and why certain ones were really cool, who has the most, all these kinds of thing. Uh, We record this and then we release it later, but we record it in the next weekend. Anthony Brella goes off and shoots an (laughs) 1100 rated round. It's still unofficial. Uh, I'm not sure when it becomes official or not. There is a chance it could drop below 1100 rated, uh, just Mm -hmm. the way all the late, um, it technically becomes official tomorrow, happen. though, right? Maybe. I'll keep an eye on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's the second Tuesday. So it should. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah like, notably, Ezra hold at LVC in 2021, I think... It, came in at 1100 rated when all the rounds were finished and then it got bumped to 1099 something like that all right um that's cool
1: it's a i watched not another situation
0: like that i hope it's an 1100 rated round for anthony parla of (laughs) course we record a whole episode so
1: i watched Uh, the first one pretty cool um i'm not jealous to produce another show but i'm like good job you guys are doing it so rest in peace
0: league yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey like i said it's not live so matt you'll appreciate that in some sense <laughs> i did that uh, for a while we, on
1: disc golf network too not live and then we did live and anyways we're doing this at the same mm-hmm. time it's a lot going on but congratulations to you guys go over and check it out people if you if you're into want to dive deeper into stats that's where they're doing it in the offseason now evan you brought a segment for us tonight so I'm not going to set it up quite the same, but you were the the idea generator tonight. Is it
3: the one we had in the game chat? I don't know. Let's see. Go
0: ahead, Evan. We'll we'll see. Do we? Do we have any holiday music that we can play? I feel like we need to set the. (laughs) No, 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 not that one. Not this one. I don't know how he's allowed to produce this this show for us. In turn, hey, he remember produced. 2023 is coming yeah, real that's quick. That's what I'm saying.
3: It's the last the last episode. Of the year. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so I, you guys know what the game is. I'm not throwing a curveball. Hey, <laughs> what? And now do we just got copyrighted. In disc golf, want for Christmas. Uh, oh, this can be kind of. Whatever you put it in, maybe they want a, a certain skill or a certain disc or certain extra part of their game. Shut
2: it off. That's not I right. don't want to get copy written. You can't get copyright for that one, Nick. You sure? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I, I was okay. hands off. Don't blame the intern. I did not do <laughs> don't that. <play> the <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just making sure I'm like. I'm...
0: <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, whatever pros you chose uh, Whoa, would want for Christmas? I got
3: two. Okay, let's start with you, Ben. All right. First one. I'm gonna go have to go with Aaron Gossage. What does he want for Christmas? Maybe you say better putting, more distance. He doesn't need that. I think what he needs for Christmas is a new van. Man's just still touring out of his mom's 06 Chevy DePala or whatever it is. And um He he does well with it. Well he's on the elite team for Discraft. And um it's probably not where, as comfortable. Where's that? I'm pretty sure I just saw it. I looked up the elite team on Discraft.
2: Did they just post it?
3: I don't know. I literally looked it up today because I don't know why. So,
0: don't first you of dare all, drop that music though. Is this game,
1: <laughs> is this game, <laughs> the music again? I turned it down. Is Look, this I game going worse. to be what we think they should get or what they want? It's a little different. He, he that's true. No,
3: he's still on the tour team. I don't know it's why also, I, I thought I think I think it's saw more of a that.
0: segment than a game. But. It's true.
3: But yeah, I think he just needs a new Sprinter van if he wants to do the full tour life. He he he, he can upgrade now. He, he has established himself on the tour. He's going to get a new van. Sorry, he's not on the team. I th- swear I thought I saw. Oh, yeah. It says Team Discraft. It says Aaron Gossage in like a hyperlink. That's why. But when I click on it, it yeah, doesn't say have. Elite Team. That's why.
2: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these pieces.
5: But I, I think that's a good He's
0: one. going
1: to be on the team anyway. So, whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. Next. So, again, I asked that question because I'm actually going to bring one that is also not what necessarily they want, but I think they should get. Nico Lacastro, a PR, like social media manager <laughs> who does it all yes. for them. Like, he doesn't get to touch it. He can tell everything he wants to his PR guy. (laughs) The PR guy gets to filter it. I don't know if that'd be good for the sport. That was kind of a... I was trying to stab at being funny. But anyways, that was good. That was He
3: needs one. For sure, he needs one.
1: What do you got? Nick, Uh, do you
2: bring any? uh, No? I'm trying to think of players and like... You know, we're just saying what what a player would want. I mean... For Christmas, yeah. uh, Here, I got a Go ahead, Evan, if you got one. Uh,
0: I'll hop in a, a little bit more of stating the obvious. I know, but I wanted to <laughs> go, go into a little bit is, uh, Evelina Salinen uh, wants a, I'm going to say putting stroke, not necessarily, you know, a, a new putter or whatever, just to find the feel of putting. Um, we all saw how unfortunate it was throughout the season, but in how good she is at throwing this, um it's just about that confidence putting it in the basket doing that last and final step uh, i ran a fun little uh, thing on um, expected birdies throughout the season uh her actual like under par, under par percentage so birdies are better was 27.65 uh, percent um her expect expected birdies was a little bit higher but if she putted 75 percent it would be 37.82 percent uh birdie or better on the season, which would be higher than Kristen Tatar had on the season. Um, of course, it depends on how that all fits in the events. But if she had a 70 if she was putting 75%, which is obviously a big ass, that's better than Kristen Tatar was this year. But if she was, you would have to imagine she would win multiple uh Elite Series or Majors events this year. And so many things would come from that, talking about how great her season was, but also it cut away into Kristen Tatar's season. Imagine if Evelina was on. What events Christmas Tatar would have lost Mm -hmm. potentially? Um, So uh, it's a little obvious, but I I want it for Christmas for her too. So, (laughs) okay.
2: So, wow,
1: Ben, this is pretty cool. Guys, not me. Don't
2: blame uh, the intern. I'll use mine. Yeah, go ahead. Eagle McMahon would want. A better shoulder.
0: <laughs> yes. I was thinking about that. I was too, thinking yeah. of this one. Let's go.
2: So just to kinda be a little rude. <laughs> be a little rude.
0: He, he's looking good though. He was throwing four yeah. hands uh in Simon's yeah. video. He's been playing some events.
2: Okay.
1: <clears throat> Here we go. Ganon Burr hopes to find under the Christmas tree a new contract. Yo yeah. you're alluding to
3: something. Speculation.
1: <laughs> Ganon Burr. Gannenberg. I got more to go, unless you guys gotta I keep bringing go them. bring them. Bring them. I have
0: another one for Ganon Burr. That Boy. guy needs for Christmas a plane ticket to Europe. Facts. Uh he skipped out this year. Yep. Uh get him over there, cuz. Ganonberg needs he a damage. high school diploma. Let him get that first before he goes to Europe, please.
3: Speaking of <laughs> Europe, this is what I think this person needs. Christopher Hivju, or Hiveju. I don't know. He's that actor guy. What he needs is to not be last on the UDisc world rankings. <laughs> That's, Is he last? He, yeah, well, he's 6'11". No. So, um, he's he, badass. Because he played one tournament. I mean, yeah, one tournament, yeah. The, obviously the European Open, and he came in 123rd.
2: Here's another one. Gavin Heinberg needs a major win mm. under the Christmas tree. True. And then Matt will stop dogging on him every year. Matt hasn't dogged him this year. I, because go. he, he
1: got the wins. Yeah. That was always what it was yeah. about. It's always yeah. what it was about. Okay. Garrett Gerthy. Once under the Christmas tree a redo at the Portland open. Oh, that
4: was hard
3: <laughs> oh, We love Simon. Simon's the best, but that was heartbreaking. I was going to say
2: just
1: straight up. Like he wants a forehand, but I was like, he's probably throws away. I'm not probably, he throws a better forehand than me. I'm sure. And it just came down to like the Portland open. It just didn't play out. So I'm just like, give him another chance.
0: Yeah. I, you could say the same thing about Corey Ellis and those two mm-hmm. I mean, that mm-hmm. both went to playoffs, but yep. before the playoffs, I'm thinking, well, I guess his drive in the playoff at d is what I'm thinking of, where that barely went out of bounds by like a millimeter. Dude, like like that. insane much. how close yeah. that was. And then, of course, the shot at MVP opened. And also, Kristen Tatar at Champions Cup. Yep. I mean, her season was already so incredible. Imagine how incredible it would have been if she also got that major.
2: Someone said Kristen but- Tatar needs a bigger house for all her awards.
3: <laughs> like the bottles, shout out.
0: Well, like, I have her I'm down as
1: like- hoping the same thing as Gannon Burr, like a new contract. Like It could go on for a lot of players, but like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll keep it on the the winning events train and say Ricky <laughs> Wysocki to win a single major. I don't think it matters which major it is. Uh, he's clearly in a the best. I mean, you can argue all day if it's him or Paul McBeth, but he won Player of the Year this year. Uh, he's been the best player uh, last two years as well incredibly talented winning plenty of elite series but that major win has uh haunted him since 2017 he hasn't got one since so i think he just needs one get it off his back do you want to know what
2: he would want under the christmas tree though another player of the year award because majors remember worlds Ow, I, is
0: just worlds evan. i actually didn't see that coming oh my goodness ouch had i so, had i we really push. did
1: a lot of planning on this segment evan like had we thought about this like a week in advance i would have texted Every one of our interview contacts and just been like straight up, like, what do you want for Christmas in the disc golf world? Right. That would have been
2: fun. Just uh, shouting out Daniel because he's awesome and he always posts in the chat and everything. I actually I don't hate Ricky. I actually think Ricky's awesome. I've hung out Ricky a ton outside of disc golf and like hanging out when we were at MVP Open this year. We were playing a bunch of tiki golf with a bunch of friends. Like, I think Ricky's hilarious, actually. You know what they say when you got to defend it:
1: how much you actually like someone you probably don't? No, uh,
2: no I like, I actually think he's wicked. And dwell- I just don't want people to think because I'm best friends with Paul that I can't like Ricky. Like, all it's the same Ricky. thing. Like, it's Paul like and Ricky have a rivalry, yeah. but I like them both. Paul and Will Shushirk <laughs> way back in the day had a rivalry. Guys. I had dinner with... Shoe Shirk way back in the day at Nantucket, and he was one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in disc golf. Don't let Nick um, fool you, everybody. Don't let him fool yeah. you.
3: No, it's like it's like Shack and <laughs> in, in Chuck. But, like they were enemies on the court, and then they were just like friends off it. That's just how competition is, and how it should be. Enemies. Shout on the out, court. out to uh, no.
2: Chad though, because he goes. We all know Matt hates yeah. Calvin though. <laughs> no, it just goes on. <laughs> and on. Okay, right. so
0: I got a non-player one, and then I have one more I'm after almost, you. Okay, Evan Kearns, I'm Watson gonna say Locker. the disc golf pro tour gets a event in either Southern California or New York City area. A pro tour for Christmas. New York
3: City. They get it.
0: Where yeah. would
1: they play? Central no, Obviously park? not
0: not in in this city, but like I'm talking about like within 30 minutes outside. I know Warwick's not too far. I was just gonna say, let's bring it to Warwick. They
1: couldn't really, it, but let's bring it there.
0: I'm I, I mean, I, I'm gonna call that a Christmas present because that's something maybe you uh, aren't gonna get is for yourself Rochester because it's so hard
1: yes but oh, it's, it's on the west like how near many Buffalo. Hours away yeah near that's like four. i think oh it's six like five or, hours away six from, hours new york city. from where you know, guys are four hours right before yeah.
0: worlds, which will all <laughs> yeah. be up um yeah but it, just imagine how big that would be to have an event near such a huge population center as in los angeles metro or yeah new york city um this is just think like how expensive <laughs> i know how in the chat uh, <laughs> i know that's why it's a christmas present <laughs> i
1: said gossage and this is right up i just was thinking down this track with like girthy i said gossage wants to redo at worlds now i know he will get them but i mean like that playoff island hole give him a redo and it i mean it's not this is all hypothetical guys but the real one my real final one <laughs> this might be tough but evelina Allen, and she wants a confident putt that's a good thing mm-hmm. hopefully it comes for her yeah, I'll hopefully Santa delivers. One, yeah, that was
3: yeah, the first one.
1: You have said we, that first. I mean, yeah. on the, Imagine the thought. I'm so <laughs> I was, I was looking at something else. Joel I was probably, Freeman you know, what I was doing? I was getting Christmas music
0: lined up. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, we need a new last one that we can't end Joel on. Julian
3: wants more fortunate course design.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man, that was a good one. That
1: was a fun segment, everybody. We hope you appreciated that. I have. Um, I
2: Benjamin said Mattyo wants a pair of sunglasses. That stay on. <laughs> I think that was him that said that.
3: Yo, Matthew could get a sunglass sponsor. Like, if he was good in marketing, reach out to Oakley or something. Say, like, or Pit Viper. That's what Greg Barsby does. Mattyo, hit me up. I'll be your social I'm media sorry, manager. Those are the
2: ugliest sunglasses I've ever yeah, seen. They are, man. The pit but pit they're, Vipers. They're uh
3: trendy now.
1: Okay. They're just. I have my segment. We have 12 minutes to get her done. So. Different segment? Yep, different segment. Is this is a surprise one. This, oh, I guess, I mean, it's different. Okay, so that's the funny thing. It's not the one that I had planned yeah, out, that's what I meant. but now it's like, yeah, it's a different one. That was a different yeah. surprise. Okay. It is, we did this last year. I think it was last year or the year before. And it's pretty funny because it's total just like, it's on the spot. You're on this, put on the spot. Here we go. So on the spot is what this segment's called. On the spot. I'm going to list, and it's going to, we're going to do this quick, and that's half the fun. It's on the spot. There's no debating it. It's just yes or no. <laughs> and podium finishes or wins. You remember this segment, Nick. Podium yeah. finishes or wins. We choose for the player in next year if it will happen or not. And it's yeah. not a. It's no maybes. It's just yes or no. So you say yeah. yes, win, or if you say no wins, you could say but a podium finish. Like That's all yeah. you can say. You could say one or the other kind of a thing.
0: Can okay. I say no for... Wins and podium. You can
1: say no for both, or yeah, you can okay. say so yes to get for both. But, by that but, but if you say yes for both, that's stupid, because yes would mean, if you say yes for a win, it's yeah, obviously yeah, a podium. Playing. Okay. Yeah, understood. Okay, here we go. We're going to do, it, it's, realistically, it's top 10 MPO, top 10 FPO, and then I'm going to actually kind of cherry pick a little bit in the top 20 range just to throw some extra flavor in there. So... Flavor. Top t- Yeah, I didn't know what else to call it. <laughs> Top 10 MPO. Here we go. Ricky Wysocki. Does he get a win? We're going to go around on the spot. Ben next year. Ricky. Yes. Uh, Nick. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. He's eating those W. Okay. Paul McBeth.
1: I'm not going to call your names anymore. Just Paul McBeth. Yes. Yep. Evan. Is it you before me? Oh, sorry. Or is it me yeah, before I'm pointing. you? Sorry. Yes. It, yes, he will. Okay. None of okay. us disagree there. Here we go. We're getting hot now. Calvin Heinberg. Ben, win? Yes. Nick? No. Oh, no. The fact
5: that
0: Nick did it first. uh, Yes. A win, and it's in a playoff. If there's at least one in a playoff. Now we're
1: getting specific. Here we go. Ganon, I'm going to have to go. Sorry, Ganon. Yes,
2: of course. I want to... Say something about Calvin Quick. <laughs> I meant to say no wins, but podiums okay. all freaking year. Um, Gannon Burr, yes.
1: Oh, man. Gannon Burr. No.
2: Whoa.
0: Ooh. I kind of want a hot ticket, too, but I'm going to say win. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be spread out. I've got to come year. back yep. to this one. we have got to clip this one. Can you take notes on this later or now?
3: Chat, just remind us. <laughs> just remind.
1: I would never remember.
5: Yeah,
1: I know. Uh, Chris Dickerson. Yes. Oh, Yeah. um no
0: podium though
1: oh sorry yeah when i say no to uh also Gannon, he'll get podium chris dickerson yeah i mean i'd roll the dice to say he wouldn't but yeah he will
0: i'm gonna say no to I, I, I gotta say podium though. You, you can't that's say that's what no I said. That would be a I, really go, hot. We're take. already going we're already going risky saying no win.
1: That's I know this is tough, man. This is tough. We're just picking it. It's just gonna get harder. That's all I'm seeing with this. Simon <sighs> Lazat. <laughs> oh.
4: It's
1: getting tough.
3: This is tough. I'm gonna say <laughs> yes.
1: He's gonna he says yes to
2: yeah. everybody. Okay, Nick. I think one. So, yeah, yeah,
3: that's why I said yes, because I think he can pull off one.
2: Why A couple podiums, too. I definitely think
1: podiums. I just feel like <sighs> I'm going podium. I'm so yeah, sorry, Simon. Me, I'm rooting wrong, for you to Simon. win.
0: <sighs> I'm not rooting for oh. players, but I'd love for you to prove me wrong. That's I'm say I no, but, but he's getting more podiums than he did in 2022. <sighs> nice. I think he had five or six. So I'm saying he gets more.
1: We can't argue or debate this stuff. So that's not what I'm going to do. But this is a really hard game because it's like there's no actual odds on this. But we're like, are they
2: going to win? And it's only getting harder.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well it's yes also like
2: we've we've listed right. off a ton of the best players and we've said yes <laughs> so, to a majority like, of no, them. No, I was so just gonna like, say this is the
1: problem. Yeah. You guys are <laughs> yeah. all saying yes, you gotta pick up and, and it's like wait, how many board. tournaments well, can are, yeah. we, are we saying elite
0: and above, <laughs> yeah, first of all? Exactly. Yes, yes elite I would say and above. We're not nah, I'm silver not saying silver. Dickerson out no, we're just going elite and
2: above. Only elite and above.
0: Yeah, so you can say max seventeen people, which probably is about how many. Men <laughs> Imagine you like, have anyway. Yeah, so everybody gets every one gets single wins. win, according to Ben.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Ben's got to start changing percentage wise here. Here we go, Joel Freeman.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: Joel, my boy. No. Nope. <laughs> Nick already said no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes to a win. He's I all yeses. In him.
3: Honest. I generally, I know he said that. Like, so what are the chances all of, these actually work out? It's less and less, but I, I really think he's going to pull it off because he's. We got to write grander. these
1: down. We got to write he's these gonna down. He's going to pull off something crazy. I say no. And because I, we're talking elites, I'm saying no podium. Same.
0: I, I'm i going to say no, but I'm going to say yes on a podium. But what I do want to say is if there is odds on Joel Freeman winning an event next year, I think it would be favorable to the end user. And so I would bet Yes.
3: He's gonna win match play. Kind so of a that kind counts.
0: of a flip flop here.
3: This is
1: a stat
0: we so should
3: track no.
1: just for the show, Evan. Like maybe I can go back and type these down, these people, and say what each of us picked. So that way you guys have like a little yeah, bell that goes a, off if it's met or achieved.
3: <laughs> ding,
0: ding. We, we need like a stat intern. Yeah, we me
3: do. guys, don't replace me. <laughs>
0: okay, here oh, we go. No. Extra,
1: Mattio. <laughs> This is like Ben just keeps sweating. Nope. (laughs) Nope.
3: Yo, shout out Matty O. Let me caddy for him last MVP open. I don't think MVP is Yes. I don't think
1: a podium either. He's going to win.
3: Guaranteed. Are you? Actually, nope. I'm actually more confident he'll win out of anyone on this list.
1: Yeah, but we're not asking you to say yes. Like, (laughs) I'm more confident about this. It's yes or no. Will they? Yes. So they all will. Most confident. So they all will, is what you're saying. Just to be clear. Okay. Everyone I've said is going to win. (laughs) Evan, what did you say for Joel?
0: Uh, For Joel or for Mattio? Oh, sorry. Mattio. Yeah, for Mattio, I'm going no as well. Best player to never win an elite event. And I'm thinking it's going to continue. Okay. But podium. For Uh, sure. 100% podium.
1: No doubt. I guess I'll just kind of cherry pick here. Because once you start getting into the top. Well, uh, let me see. There's still two more. Kyle Klein. No. Oh. He's no, it is definite. All right, that one's a little bit tougher, but I <laughs> no, want to say struggling. no for next year. Okay, yeah, and no podium. He's
3: really good, but
0: I don't think so. He has to pull off a great. All right,
1: I'm I'm in that same boat for next year, Evan.
0: Uh, I'm gonna say no for win. He had a lot better season than people remember because mm-hmm. uh, it started off so slow, and he oh, yeah. kind of was I, I a late yes for podium too. Sorry. Player, I'm gonna say podium though. I <sighs> Like you say, top ten, it's easy
4: for
1: me like, on most get, of these players.
0: Getting a podium, you just you have to do it somewhere, you know. And mm-hmm. and I think he's like there's like you can have a t- five way tie for third, like DDO. You had a lot of new people get podiums. I think I, be I hope if
1: any of these players listen to the show, like I know some of them do, they get fired up. We're rooting for you. No, I hope so. Yeah,
4: that's yeah, not what this is about. I get fired
5: tonight, up for
1: me for saying yes because we all to said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt. Uh, Corey Ellis is the last one. Ben.
3: Came
5: close.
2: I'm gonna have to say
1: no. I want to say no. Mm -hmm. I want him to win. This is a this is a close one. This is a close one. I'm gonna say no, and I'm gonna say fourth place. Sorry, I I said we couldn't do that, but you're up, Evan. I think he's podium. All right,
0: I'm saying yes. Corey Ellis, he's got it. He's so good, and not that the other people we talked about aren't good, (laughs) Uh, but he's got it. It feels like feels a little bit like. Burr like it just oh not obviously Ganember was a different level, uh, but just so close, so many times one of those is gonna get through. Okay, but you can say the same thing about Matty and I said no. But moving on here's two
1: more for MPO. Then we move into FPO, two more, and this is cherry picked. Isaac Robinson.
5: Yep. Oh, yes Ooh. to a win. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'll All say. Right. I'll say no.
1: I'm feeling like no to both, but I'm
0: going to say podium.
3: I'll say podium, too. I'm saying podium to all my no's.
0: Evan. Uh, yes, he's winning three events next year. He's winning Waco, Idlewild, back-to-back, and I haven't figured out the third one yet. I'm actually not sure. When
1: this happens, Wr Jackson, we are going to pay sponsor this to be like promoted to the world if that
0: happens. Three. I'm not talking two. That's if, what I'm saying. Don't give me credit if he wins two next year. Nope. I don't want it. When he gets three, though, give me the credit.
1: Yeah, it's got to be those two and then just some random one. (laughs) Okay. All right, so FPO, here we go. The first ones are easy because I'm reading them in order of how they finished on the year, so it feels like the odds are really stacked to say yes. But here we go.
2: Kristen Tatar.
3: No, on opposite day.
2: (laughs) Okay. Goodness,
0: this guy. She wins them all.
1: (laughs) What? So he's
0: done. Nick's not answering anymore. Can we say five events? Like That's actually a good question.
2: Like how many events does Kristen? take? Because we know, we all know, Kristen's going to win it's one event be next one. year. How many events does she win? Do we? What's the number of elite series events? And
0: like, Majors. Uh, with majors, like, I think it's like seventeen. Seventeen. 16, I bet, 15, 18, 18, I bet 18, she wins maybe nineteen or twenty. Maybe it's more nineteen. The to, well, I bet, I bet she added wins some, eight. so it might be. We just she start- wins eight okay. next year. Okay. That wasn't that wasn't the segment. Sorry,
2: man. Yeah, I was
1: just saying we're getting starting to get into a little specific here. Yeah. And I just yes, yeah, an next year. she gets a lot of
2: freaking podiums. They, <laughs> I don't want to
1: jump out of FPO because we got in there, but the chat was a little delayed, and they're like, what? No, Eagle. Here's the deal. Eagle was okay. not in the top 20, so we didn't bring him up. But
2: we don't know how many events he's gonna play. Yeah, he's planning to play them all, I think. If he's gonna play. So yes.
1: All right. Here we go though. So FPO Paige Pierce.
0: Yes. 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 Any, if anyone thinks it's no, you're insane. Yes. So yes. Um, Katrina Allen.
5: Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Own Scoggins.
1: Uh. (laughs) Like how we have Ben go first.
5: He sets. (laughs) He sets the pace.
3: Did she win this year? <laughs> nope. Just answer yes or no on it. the spot, yeah. Ben. How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, I think she wins. She's a good putter. Next. Nope. Podiums. Nope.
1: Podium.
0: No. One. Plenty of podium. Oh. One, one podium yeah. or one win? One podium. Uh, no. I, 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 multiple gonna, podiums. On to the next. Um, <sighs> Valerie Manhano. Yes.
1: Yeah. Ye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's hard so we're speculating on the year to come. I don't know, no,
0: but podium. I'm gonna podiums. I'm gonna say no as well, but podium. Wow, if she good. does win. It's only one. Not, I think, yeah, two. It's great year. Times are she's changing. good. Times are changing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to uh, doubt. I don't want to say she's gonna get worse this exactly. year. Exactly.
1: hard. I was just about to say she could get better, and I'm still saying times are changing. But okay, um, Missy Gannon. Money, Missy, baby,
5: of course, no. Big money, yeah, Missy, big money. no. Yep, for a win, I think she gets one. Oh my goodness, she's good for one or two every year. I feel like
3: probably, yeah. I'm 50, 50, uh, yep. guys, I'm back to 50,
0: fifty. Yep, she gets a win. She's podium. Though. This is a tough one. I'm gonna say yes as well. I'm gonna call it Music City. Let's go back to Ooh, back. Ooh, good one.
1: It's elite this year, by That's the way. It's true. Yep. Good stat there, um, number seven, Ella Hansen.
3: Yes, I've always been bullish on her. She wins. Kay.
1: Nope, nope. But potential podium. But I was just gonna say, at least one podium.
3: She wins at least an eighth year. Come on now.
0: Oh, the, I'm gonna say no on the wins. I, it, you, you gotta assume podium. <laughs> I know. You got it, but I almost feel I don't. I'm gonna say podium. It's <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's so and no, I shouldn't say it's easy to podium. It's still incredibly hard.
1: I, I do what want do to see at it, the end of the year how who is the best. We have to do like who won this game at the yeah. end of the Wait, year. We,
3: were supposed to, we did a game early February. Like I know, summer. that's we like, what who's I said. Going higher or lower. We should yeah. check that back out.
1: I know, go research it. It's a, it's a lot of work. I do
3: it. <laughs> sounds like
2: your job, Ben. Uh, cat yeah, merch. That sounds like an intern job. Cat merch. Cat merch.
0: Cat merch.
3: Color glow
0: Excalibur. Hmm. Does Lone Star have a color glow Excalibur? Hey, yo. Cat merch is with a.
3: He's yeah, are he just we're just,
0: I, we're just I, being funny. I have no info, but <laughs> yeah, all the rumors she, she is saying it's a lock. But, oh, yes. I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if that's not true.
2: Oh I <laughs> I didn't know. Anyways, I no, I know that's no, okay. I don't, I don't think Here she we wins. Be sick for Lone Star. What
1: Shows. is it? Cat merch, yes, yes or no? Yes, yes. yes no. to a win. Uh Nick says no. I say no.
0: I say no. I say one podium stuff. Maybe. Maybe I say no podium. Man. Yeah, um, I just I gotta say podium. I can't I can't say no podium.
1: This is like crazy to say this, but number nine, we can't speculate on at this point. Natalie Ryan, let's go to number 10. Sarah Hokum. No. Nope. Um, Podium though. No and no.
0: Her last Elite Series or major win in FPO was in 2019. Mm, now the uh, stats are coming. Unfortunately, I think that's going to hold up. Uh, I think she'll win silvers as she did this year. Mm-hmm. And she will most definitely get a podium.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think all my nose are podiums. I'll say that.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> ben has no nose and no's. Correct. Everybody. I just love everyone too much. I want to see them <laughs> succeed. Can't. I want to see them <laughs> succeed. Yeah. This is a game of trying to win this game, though.
3: Yeah, yeah but...
0: Yeah. Know. Can can <laughs> I throw out a couple a couple names like there's, after we're done? Yes. Like, we and then there are out?
1: two. Yes. Yeah, so now I'm I'm going to what I said. Cherry pick some names here out of the top twenty. Okay. Uh, well, this one wasn't hard. Just to go to number eleven, Evelina Salonen.
5: Um.
2: Mm, yeah. I that think is, is a tough one because on on there's only one thing that she really needs to work yeah, on this whole season. So.
5: No. Yes. I say yes, multiple. Whoa. Mm. Um, okay. Here we go. Haley King.
1: If she's. Saw- no, no, no. This is yes oh, or no okay. on the spot. Okay, 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 okay. Johnny on the spot. Go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I want to yes. say words on it too.
1: What'd you say, Nick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. I think
3: she'll win. I just need every FBO player and MBO player. Are we saying the yes, Matt? Everybody
1: said yes so far.
0: I, I'm I'm actually going to say no, and that's purely uh, events played. All yes.
1: Right. Podium.
2: Dang. <laughs> super hot take. Yeah, I just happened. I
0: it's it's kind of like Eagle. Eagle could play eight events only this year. So if we picked them, I don't know if I'd say yes i i'm worried that it's gonna be a similar season where she's not gonna play a lot if she plays the whole entire tour or like 85 percent, you gotta say yes but i'm not playing that game i'm playing does she get a win <laughs>
4: yes
0: and so I'm, I'm gonna be tough on it just because you, you need to see her playing all the events and then i'll say yes we I'm should no also
1: like score these different ones like with more points or less depending on how like hot of a take you gave you get more points kind mm-hmm. of a thing but okay oh yeah, yeah last last one here i know i said two there's so many fpo in the top 20 now that are showing up that it's actually incredible It stories keep getting better but let's say henna Blumrus. Hmm. we already know it's either a yes or a podium so which is it yes so <laughs> <laughs> no. nick says no i say podium
0: i say yes can uh, i throw out a different hot take real real quick okay uh, I, 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 this can't be true but i'm gonna say it i'm not gonna say i stand by it but i'm gonna say it what if uh there are more european fpo wins not including kristen tatar than there are kristen tatar wins as in like evelina <laughs> uh henna uh add in imagine like, uh, heidi Lane and any other uh other fpo european players imagine let's say they in combined win seven and, and tatar only wins six like
2: well i got Katar, tatar winning eight so oh okay <laughs> oh man uh yeah you I, wanted to bring up I a few could, i don't
0: know if i could go that bold to say that that's really hard to say but i do think Evelyn and henna are both gonna have a good year and i'm gonna say henna gets a win i already said that okay did you want to bring
1: up a few to pose for us to ask i mean to answer
0: i i i gotta go back to mpo and say one this is well I got so many I could say, but I'm gonna stick on this one, Aaron Gossage. No, for podiums too. Oh man,
4: Aaron no podiums is here.
0: Yeah, yeah. solid,
3: wins. solid top ten no, player. He wins. He wins, he guys, he Okay, wins. Nick,
1: <laughs> uh, Nick says no. Guys, ben wins. says yes. Wins. I say no and no. Uh,
0: I say no and no as well. I was. Guys, I mean, he wins. great Trust player. Me. I was hoping I could get some points on that. Me. Me. I got one for
2: FPO. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Holland Hanley, mm. one win. I think one podium. Let's go no. next year. Next next one, year. I actually really want to see Holland win. I'll say no in a podium. Big big oh. Holland fan.
0: Man, all <clears> right. <throat> I'm gonna <throat> say no, but with a podium. I don't know if Matt wins. So I was waiting on that. Oh, uh, sorry. No, no I
1: said no and no. Well, I know yeah. I said one. I think I said a podium. I said
5: no and podium.
1: Yeah. So any others?
5: nico lacasher
1: oh my goodness Gee. new switch new bag
3: european open he did really good How often he, does
1: he he'll podium? get a, he'll get a podium maybe so that's my answer is a podium yes yeah.
0: okay i must say no wins as well I, i'm uh, i'm leaning towards no podium but i feel like he got it too I, i'm doing like a huge disservice to to him because he's going to be great <laughs> this year i think like top tens yeah. Um solid player. Just I mean
2: he speaks. he just randomly gets these wins. Like what well, was know. it? Twenty
0: was yeah, at preserve, twenty two 20, was a uh, like preserve, and then twenty twenty one was Waco or something. Twenty twenty preserve and twenty twenty one Waco.
2: Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh i I'll half say, a season this
0: year, but this was the hardest one.
2: I don't know. This I, I want to say no wins.
3: He almost won European Open, we know that for a fact.
2: He was on Who chase did? cards. Neat he was though. on Chase card He almost he won. won. Oh. All, yeah. Paul McBeth was the only one who
0: almost won the <laughs> yeah. European Open. Everyone else was way far <laughs> God, behind. He and, and before he, before yeah.
3: he left, he almost won. <laughs> Hear me out.
0: No, not even close. Uh, no, no, he okay. was even close. Besides, <laughs> okay, quick topic. I'm just okay, yes, Nico wins. Whatever, so underrated because of just everyone's thoughts on his personality. <laughs> Nico's a fantastic player, he's very, very he's good working hard, Candace. too. I think yeah. he has a point. He to could prove. be so
1: much better, I though. Think he, he wins. could be so much better. I, I think, feel like I his, think his think mental game it. is his holdup. So, sure. talent, physical ability, execution. He's able to do so many things right. So, I agree. He's working hard. I think there will the be a time and a place. In a season maybe where I would pick, yes, multiple wins, but it's getting harder and harder to do. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're at the place to close out the show. I want to say thanks no. to Cosmic DG. Um, this was episode 118. This is the last of the year unless some random surprise show comes up. We do something special just kind of spontaneously. But that means uh let me just throw out some dates so if you're looking at your calendars you don't get confused here as you're closing out with us uh the 19th the week of the 19th we aren't and the which is kind of christmas week and then all between christmas and new years we aren't i think we're coming in with the show at the beginning of the year probably on the january 3rd or 4th but we'll let you know we'll
0: stay in january 2nd is that monday it's the okay it's the second
1: but so the next two, sorry guys, but follow us. We might actually put some content on up on YouTube. Maybe some of that mm-hmm. happens. So stay tuned for that. Nick, it's great to have you joining us from beautiful Florida.
2: Uh, enjoy yep, the temperatures. I'm play disc golf tomorrow. Go ahead and close wow. us out. Nice. Um, shameless plug as always. It's hoodie season. DG has a lot of new hoodies on the, on the website. If you use code Nick and Matt at checkout, you get 10% off. Seriously, go check, go check it out. We got a ton of new hoodies and all that jazz, some new clothing. But anyways, to everyone tuning in, thank you so much. Have a very, very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas to you all. Tell someone you love them. Don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Once again, tell someone you love them these next few weeks. We'll catch you next year, everyone.
1: That's right, everybody. Ben, you're awesome. Nick, you're awesome. Evan, you're awesome. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Close out to some music, baby.